Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the student of the game. I am Kyle Nash, the student of the game. And in true Chris Berman fashion, let me be among the last to wish you a happy Halloween. Listen here, coming aboard to the simulcast. That's the sweetest thing since candy, but it has enough beef to bring you all the protein you need to balance all of that out and bring down your A1C. Spoken like somebody who's dealt with uh, type 2 diabetes, am I right? But listen, welcome aboard. Thank you for coming in the All Saints Day simulcast between myself and, of course, the Huddle Up family, such that it was Big Jim will be aboard shortly, as will EJ Christian, and the long-awaited return of Matt Muleheisen, uh, the AJ Hawk of the Huddle Up family. Family. Sorry, I got that wrong. But um, listen, I, I, I'm sorry to hear that his his team's season is, is possibly over, but then I'm, I'm confused because the Sixers are playing now. Whose season's over? What's going on? I don't know. I'm sure once they get in, they can clear all that up for me, but I would very easily have plenty to say about the college football playoff rankings and such as they were. Um, but considering the fact that our simulcast panel will probably talk a butt ton about that, don't you worry, folks. I have the uh, see, I even have the visuals ready to go in case we do get all cray cray. Boom. That's called hosting, uh, folks. Trust me. For those who, who, who are listening to the podcast and did not see the picture, um, Trust me, there'll be plenty of talk to where whatever graphics I have will still flow their way through the podcast, which you can listen to on any of your podcast catchers, by the way. If you aren't already watching this on the Huddle Up Podcast YouTube channel or on Sertoba Media's YouTube channel, where the struggle is real to be awesome, or the SOTG Twitch or um, Twitter accounts or any of the beautiful, beautiful places you could normally catch what we're doing. And of course, I got to give shouts to Devin coming into my house for once. Hey, listen, make sure you get yourself a hundred grand bar uh, over there. We got a few left over from trick-or-treating last night. But anyways, speaking of Halloween and trick-or-treating such as they are, someone got one hell of a trick. And I don't mean in the way that somebody has to pay for. The Raiders cut loose one Josh McDaniels. And I figured I might as well use the joke one more last time that apparently even Mark Davis agrees that the S is for sucks. Now, guys, how'd y'all miss this one? Right? Like, I, 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 I'm going to need, I need a weapons rack for all the morning stars that I would have to commit to this franchise for even hiring Josh McDaniels in the first place. Remember I said S because the S is for sucks. I'm milking it for all it's worth. He's fired. Now the joke is gone or at least some, some other franchise is dumb enough to hire him. But I thought about this leading into this and I, I knew I had to monologue about something that wasn't about the college football playoff, which we'll talk about plenty. Don't worry about that. Somebody might even have it in their good, bad, or ugly in the segment coming up. No, it won't be me necessarily, but I'm just, I, I can't rule it out. Punchline's this. You do realize that the whole reason Tim Tebow was a phenomenon in the NFL in that he was questioned as, as to what he would do and, and why he was negatively backlashed and, and, and all of that happened with him. There's one reason alone. And if I'm one Tim Tebow, no, he does not get a middle name settled down. I'm looking Josh McDaniels in the eye and saying, and I blame you. Now, let's walk through a little bit. 
Tim Tebow magic, or, or as I used to call it back in the days when I would talk about about uh, on WTMY in Sarasota, the Tebow juice. We were all drinking that Kool-Aid, right? But then after that miracle season where he won the playoff game through the perfect pass to, um, I forget if it was Emmanuel Sanders and Demary- Demarius Thomas, here nor there, to get the touchdown pass to Shea Townsend to win the playoff game to eventually get annihilated by Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots. He was first picked number 18 overall by Josh McDaniels and was always, even despite all the success brought by that Denver defense by kicker Matt Prater, tying and breaking NFL records, kicking field goals, and all of the above, he was always there fore known as a bust. Because he was picked number 18th overall. By all oh, the Denver Broncos. For those who don't remember where Josh McDaniels used to coach to, you know, make this whole thing work, right? But what if Josh McDaniels drafted Tim Tebow to all oh, the Denver Broncos at a reasonable spot? What if he was picked third or fourth overall? Right? Suddenly, he's not a bust. Suddenly, he's just that popular quarterback that was brought in for Kyle Orton after they went, what, one and four or something like that that year? If that happens, is Tim Tebow applied to the same pressure, to the same standard? Does he Is he considered the media circus that he is at the time? Now, granted, part of it was, was Tim Tebow doing his faith and, and the whole Friar Tuck thing and Tebowing being a phenomenon. But is all that true if he was a number, wasn't a number one pick? I mean, think about it. It, it. We haven't heard, we haven't seen like Russell Carrington Wilson was a third rounder. Now, only now, is he a pariah? Now, granted, part of that is because he was actually, you know, <clears throat> good at the position. So it's not a perfect comparison. But I, I don't see like the Denard Robinsons or those types having commanded the same issues. Is Tim Tebow still the same media circus if he's drafted lower in a proper spot by a coach that knows what he's doing or a staff that knows what he's doing? The Raiders made the fundamental mistake of hiring Josh McDaniels, and that writing was on the wall. And all any of us had to do who weren't getting paid millions and millions of dollars to make these decisions saw it coming. We, we, We knew it. We aren't getting paid that. We knew what was going on. This is why people got fired beyond Josh McDaniels in in um in Las Vegas. <laughs> Devin Hamlin. Devin, I totally forgot Tim Tebow was a thing. <laughs> but he, he's even got an exhibit in the Hall of Fame, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> the, history's the, the NFL's trying to keep you remembering, okay? Just so you know. But and yeah, by the way, Jacksonville Jaguar fans, not this, but last year, or not last year, I'm sorry, Urban Meyer's year, two years ago, rather, would prefer you forget that that was a thing, too, as he was on the roster at one point, if you remember correctly. But all of that to say, Mc, Josh McDaniels was such the issue that he was. And you thought he was going to fix that. Say what you will about Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, I, I think his injuries finally caught up to him. That's why he's a mere fracture of the quarter, fraction of the quarterback he was 
and he was serviceable as best, I say, as a 49er fan. And by the way, does not have the vast array of tools that a quarterback of his, let's say, salary range commands. But at the end of the day, I'm I personally, listen, we knew they were going to be coaches on the block. And I'm not talking about a reference of somebody with Jen Jennifer Lopez or anything like that. I mean, the chopping block, right? Black Monday late in the season, or excuse me, this, at, after this season, wasn't going to see the first firings. We knew that. Am I a little surprised that Josh McDaniels was the first one? Eh, touch. But we saw this coming. And it's the right move for Las Vegas to make as they try to, you know, establish some sort of success in an air quotes, new city. So, I mean, yeah, if anyone's surprised, I thought that was a good move. That's on you. But I just wanted to remind the world that this isn't the first franchise he messed up. And it's even in the same division. So while the, while the streets cheer in Vegas about the firing of Josh McDaniels, my question is, y'all were fools, or statement, I should say, is y'all were fools to let it happen in the first place. But speaking of things that are foolish, I like to think we got people coming on that help me and you be less of that every week as we talk various things, football, NFL, college, or otherwise, a group that I humbly and affectionately know as the Jabronis. <laughs> the panel of Huddle Up Podcast. Let me start with the man himself, the guy that runs him all, the CEO, Big Jim Knees in the building. What's going on, my friend? Yo, what's going on, Kyle? Feels weird coming into somebody else's house, but uh, it is always a friendly confines here. Oh, absolutely. I hope it was a much happier than the last time where you were forced to pick your Cowboys against my 49ers. <laughs> anyway. Let's not talk about that. Speaking of people who make questionable picks and are mocked for them constantly, the man who got who got merch on Huddle Up before I did, despite his horrible takes, give it up for EJ Christian, the tool himself. What's going on, EJ? What's going on here at the uh, Kyle's house as I put my feet on the couch? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Can I do that? Bleep it up, yo couch. Yeah, you would go full. Charlie. Just, just don't swear while you put your feet on the couch. That's... I'm, I, I have, uh, I'm making sure tonight. I am clean. Considering like, like, last as, week, by the way, Jim, I'm sure, I'm not sure you were heard, but oh, the, I heard. The, yeah, the crossover I did with him could not make it to the A7B in Sports rebroadcast this weekend. You, you know why, Jim? Because I said what I said. It's your fault. Yeah. Why would you stop now? I blame you. I'm trying. I'm trying to turn the turn a new leaf here a little bit. Uh, I'm in your house here. I want to respect your 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 sponsors and your you know all your connections here. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nice today. I say I'll be as clean as my head is today. Well, there's a first time for everything. But <laughs> yes, right. The most important thing I want to announce is the return of the AJ Hawk of the Huddle Up family. <laughs> man who finally has a team whose season is actually over, despite what Ernest Christian wants to tell you earlier in the year. My guy, Matt Muleheisen in the building. What's going on, Matt? Wow, I'm back. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that Jim's not the host. Now we can break all the rules. Um, <laughs> and I heard EJ's keeping the show as clean as his head, which looks absolutely filthy. So I guess we're in for a long night here. Guys. Family. Oh, so, so Matt lives. He's He is here. I'm here. You know, just just like his Sixer season apparently still lives on too, whether you like that it or does. not. Does they're yeah. two and one this year? EJ hasn't yeah. given him the kiss of death yet. And I know it was weird, EJ, but some baseball teams do play baseball in the month of October 
and even November. I know. I mean, my, my, not in the my, state of New York, but mine, mine did play in October last year, but it got knocked out pretty quickly. But you know, well, like a day into October, sure. yeah, day, a day or two, right? Give it a little day or two. Yeah, <laughs> See, I would call that a disgusting act, but not because Matt was aggressive. It's because you're talking freaking baseball on the show. Uh, get anyway, over it, get over it. <laughs> You know, I didn't mean for my voice to crack like that, but it did, and I leaned into it, and I felt it like it was pretty well. It worked. That's right. It worked. I don't know. With that in mind, let's get to what you guys know here on the family show of Huddle Up. Everybody's favorite opening segment, or at least mine. The good. Come on now, Jim. I'm, I'm simulcast enough to where if I didn't have the Damn it. You know, but then again, I can't be more disappointing than EJ. Anyways, um, with that in mind, Jim, I got to tell you. Uh, well, that uh, is uh, a uh, disgusting act. <laughs> what? I didn't talk baseball. Anyways, um, yeah. no, but with that in mind, if you're ready, sir, you go last so often. I was going to give you the opportunity to, to crack the can and drink the beer that is the good for this week. Wow, I uh, it's it feels weird to be uh, to be leading us off. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna keep the uh, good vibes rolling from Huddle Up last week, uh, a team that I got I got to highlight that we don't really highlight very often, and uh, that's the Air Force Academy staying undefeated on a snowy Friday night uh, from Colorado last week. So I believe uh, up to up to eight and zero now, um, cracked the. Uh, college football playoff rankings. More on that later. We're on um, that later. But uh, yeah, look, my my grandpa was an Air Force man, so uh, you know what? Why not? Let's keep that thing rolling. Well, you it's always good when you have family who who has served. Granted, correct. Yes. Family. Um, my my dad's service was crushed by the guy who said family um a couple weeks back. So that is what it is. But uh, no, a uh, good shout out there to Air Force. Um, EJ, whose season that's over, but not really. Are you going to prop this week? That's funny you said that because this this team we would have thought would have been over, but yo, they're back. The Bengals, my good this week. They are back, and not only that, they are a tier one. They are a tier one good. They're back. They're back in the football bubble. <laughs> After what we saw, Ooh, that by their season was over. Yeah, well, well, you know, you know, people, people said careful, that. EJ. We've warned you about doing this with those forty-plus-year-old knees, man. Just be careful. Hey, hey, hey listen, but look, what what, what did we? Defense. I gotta, I gotta swoop in on this. One. Yeah, go ahead, he, go ahead. He said along with me that the Bengals were going to bounce back because this is what Joey oh, Bird does. So, right, not only that, and and the thing was too. Also, you, you said weeks ago, about maybe three weeks to a month ago, if they got to the bye week, at least five hundred, and and for Burrow to rest the Cavs, you know, Cavs once again, you know, extra week. And they, you know they, they should be fine. And they come out and beat the team that we. I, I look. I I know Niners lost, lost three in a row. I still think, I still got them to one team still even despite that. Naturally. Um, huh? Was that? <laughs> Nothing. What happened? <laughs> no. You come out there and you and you have that performance. Th- that was probably Joe Burrow's best game as a pro. Not even joking. This past Sunday. I don't know about all that. <laughs> that was a great performance of Joe Burrow. He had what sixteen. Yeah, point. Yeah, it was a great performance, but the best of his career, EJ. No, I'm not including college. I'm just saying oh, pro. He, he, he took his team to the Super Bowl for one year and had some great games. He was, and he was, and he was never Matt. He was never that good in that stretch run. He was never that good. 
that well, he was not on postseason. He wasn't, but yeah, yeah. he's had some other bomb games. I you look, know, man, we, run, yeah, right. look, we we all had the Bengals. You know, we all had the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. Most of us, I think, winning the Super Bowl. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I, we're having fun, obviously, with EJ going from I think what they were ten in your rankings a week ago to. To now number more one, more, 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 one more, more, now, but more on that later. <laughs> but yeah, more on that later. But but you yeah, created I mean, a, a new tier just for the Bengals. <laughs> Matt, um, Matt, wait, wait, Matt, I missed you, man. I'm sorry. I missed a smart ass shit. You know, Jim, there's something you gave me for this occasion. Wait, not that one. Ah, I didn't upload it. Crap. It was supposed uh, to be the uh oh, my fault. Oh, you know, you I, mean tried. I tried. I oh. tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the Bengals, Bengals bouncing back and, and kind of riding the ship. I don't think anybody's going to be super surprised on you. You'd be you'd be surprised. More more are than should be, but yeah, exactly, Jim. We I didn't even get out the morning star for this one. We 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 saw it coming, but um anyways. Uh, from the city of brotherly love as he sports his Kelly green, which looks pretty awesome there, man. I got to tell you, um, what's your good, my guy, I'm going to go Homer for one of these. And it's going to be this one because if Notre Dame finishes one and 11 in the season, they better be that one against USC. They finished two and 10. That second one better come against Pitt and giving Pat Narduzzi the biggest beat down of his coaching career. is just uh, the cherry on top of what has been, a mediocre Sunday that has been the Notre Dame football season. So to come out and convincingly beat a team that you should convincingly beat, uh, it's happening more often than not in the Marcus Freeman era in terms of us seeing them get these style point wins, not something that happened as frequently under Coach BK. Um, so it's, it's good to see that. Uh, it's good to see Pittsburgh falter always. Never going to turn that down. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't see uh, Jerkovic on on the field at all, so it's, it's a shame. I mean, you you would think that a guy with such a such high talent, when his third school in as many years, would be able to see a, a playing field, especially in a beatdown such as that, where there was nothing to play for. He was he was tweeting. He was hate tweeting Notre Dame. Yeah. From the I gotta ask though, what's with the what's with the pit hate? I don't get it. What's, what's the because they extra? can. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, is it something I missed? I don't know. It's, first of all, it's a conference game, so it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. Wait, wait. Somewhere in here is going to come. A there you go. Oh, there you go, Kyle. Kyle. Lobbed you. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, but by the way, um, I did have a, a number of goods set up in case one of you Notre Dame homers did bring up the fact that you managed to clobber pit without three overtimes. There so that's is. fantastic. See, I, I don't want you to ruin it. That's that. I mean, I knew, I knew it was coming around at some point. Two games in a row, too, that Notre Dame has handed their opponent coach the worst loss in their career. So, fingers crossed we see that three weeks in a row. I don't think it happens because Davo did have that, what, like 70 to 30 defeat in a bowl game recently. Oh, well, I was actually – He's had his team fired up this week after, you know, verbally berating a 12-year-old on a radio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the Clemson Tigers will respond accordingly. What a soft, what a softy he is. Um, no, I, I listen. I, I was at the, um, I was at the LSU Purdue game from the Citrus Bowl here. Okay, like that was a beat down too. Uh, I, I could have gone without that, but you know, I, I, it was a good opportunity to go shake Brian Kelly's hand and remind him that we could be family. With how many times I've had, I've had press conferences with him, see, and that's good production right there. I just whisper LSU 
and Jim's ready to go. That's called talent, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, um, you know, I'm going to go this direction because I don't think I'm going to be able to call this young man's name again in this particular piece. Um, and, and while I, I can definitely be accused of, 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 let's say, hating on this team a bit at times, uh, the accuracy of my analysis of then has been anything but fraudulent. That being said, when the fraud cons got smashed for four touchdowns by one Will Levis, who the uh, Titans managed to pick out of the second round, I got to throw a little good in there just for the exposure of how much the fraud cons were recognized to be the frauds in question. Listen, I picked the Titans to win seven games this year, and I'm pretty sure one of them was over the fraud cons. And I thought that would happen even with Desmond Ritter. Here comes Taylor Heineke. Listen, they might be a playoff threat now. Hashtag a it. Like, this isn't up there with Geno Smith in New York, who's now a good quarterback. Were you, were you copying EJ's notes with a knee jerk like that? Or I'm just trying to keep up. But you you missed, you missed, you see, sir, you missed the prelude. I may not say this man's name again. That was the lead. See, that is fair. I have adequate wrap around my knee to prepare myself for the jerkiness of the movement. And Smart at the ball. risk of that, that's what she said, mentioning the term jerkiness of the movement. <laughs> you jabronis. <laughs> See, he's smooth with it. I just go, I just ran yeah, through the hills. Just bombs. I, just, I, just, I, just, I just drop bombs. You know, Listen, take, 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 you know, so. You know, there's this, there, there wouldn't be this much bombing if you were a stand-up comedian, EJ. Anyways, um, so, listen, you tried to wreck my show. Thank you. Um, speaking of uh, EJ with stand-up comedy, let's start with Matt with our edition of The Bad. Matt, who you got? So, I think my bad for this week, um, and it was borderline ugly, but I'm going to save that for something else, is going to be... EJ's New York Giants and Coach Brian Dabble and that bad Coach of the Year award that he was gifted last year. Still deserves it. Um, first of all, stop it. Second, <laughs> you forgot to say the term Coach of the Year and you're open, but you got to it and I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> um, EJ Christian, you're bad, sir. Well, my bad should be Bally Sports Plus because for the second heat game in a row, I, I, I missed now because they have another outage. But that's neither here oh nor there. Oh, my God. Who the hell? I'm pay- look, I'm paying you idiots $20 a month. Have your stuff ready to go. Okay, I'm trying not to cuss. Like, really, I'm trying not to cuss. I'm trying. <sighs> anyway. So, so, Jim, do you have my who gives a shit sound bite? <laughs> he cursed no, it. No, it's, over. it's over. It's over. It's o- and it's over. And it's over. You already blew it, EJ. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm- okay. okay, I'm trying. No, my, my bad, actually, man, is... uh. Uh, Kirk Cooper, the Giants. Well, we'll get in there in a second. Kirk Cousins, yeah. And, and his wife's bad for me, especially. I, I'm another take coming. You're a Vikings fan. Yeah. <laughs> give my, give my, uh, my. Yeah, where's it at? Skull. There we go. Thank you. I was. Had he survived this game? Obviously, they won the game because Green Bay in Lambeau. Had he survived this game, I was ready to lock him up as a wild card team. Yes, I said it. I said it. Do you seen him and cousin and Jordan Addison the last couple weeks? They're connecting now. You'll get Justin Jefferson back some point down, you know, in a couple weeks. The NFC below them? Who do you trust, really? Who do you trust? Maybe the Rams? <laughs> that was perfectly timed, Jim. Well I done. mean, who thank you? Who seriously? Also, great it's a hot take. But seriously, look at the NFC. Whoa, 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 below Minnesota. Whoa, whoa, below, whoa. Hold on. Below Minnesota, though. Who do you trust? Hot takes from EJ Christian. I did not sign up. 
See, no, EJ, here's yeah. the problem with locking things in is there are these things called injuries that can happen and just totally derail a team. Of course. Well, and I, like, I, I, I don't know, Kirk Coupons tearing his Achilles. That's why God made a key to unlock it. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Matthew. We can unlock things too works. also. <laughs> not how any of this works. But the bottom line is that, look, Ain't happening because Cousins gone for the year, so it doesn't matter. I was ready to, yeah, I was ready to lock him up for wild card. I think it's a wild card spot. Now I hope they make it just because you said they won't. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, they, I mean, we'll see if the Josh Dobbs, you know, whatever, Jared, what, what's the guy's playoffs. what's the guy's name? The, the, the rookie quarterback, Jared something. Uh, who? No, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. Jared, Jared Hall, Jillian. Yeah, Hall. Some, yeah, he's starting this week apparently, but they got Jason Josh Jar or something yeah. like that. But yeah, you know. David. David Michael Hall, what? Yeah, like <laughs> um, Tyler, I did forget. I did forget to throw in Devin's good. Take a guess. The the Finns trouncing the Pats. I mean, sure. If you're into bullies beating up the eighth grader, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, look. Cool story, bro. I mean, granted, you did offend the Pats fan on the panel. Do you have a rebuttal, EJ? Stop it. <laughs> Go Dolphins. Um, <laughs> uh, Jim, you're bad, sir. Um, my bad. And look, we, we all, we all love Joel Klatt and, and rightly so, but man, this, this guy's inability, he's, he's going on and on and on. And don't get me wrong. His shredding of the college football playoff committee this, uh, this week on his show was, was really, really good and justified, but, but him not understanding why Oklahoma is below Texas, despite beating Texas, just absolutely blows my mind. Oklahoma shouldn't be in the top 10. I don't care that they beat Texas. Um, and here's the, they lost to Kansas. What, what, what is, what is like one of my favorite college football analysts not understanding about this? Yes. Head to head. They beat Texas. Texas didn't lose to Kansas. Joel, it's that simple, man. Like that is why Texas is, or, or, or Oklahoma is below Texas. I think Oklahoma is still too high, but I guess just at this point, there, there's been enough losing that I, I don't know who all you still put above them, but man, that's why like Oklahoma fell because they lost to Kansas. It's that simple. Well, yeah, I mean, you should, confused you should because be... of Louisville's placement up there after they lost to Pitt, <laughs> yeah. but they beat Notre Dame. So they have to be ahead of Notre Dame was probably the logic there. Oh no! Is Matt so, coming up with something that's going to come up later to bring something else in common with two Ohio teams? And I don't mean Ohio State teams, but oh, teams that University reside in of Ohio. Cincinnati. More on that later. <laughs> um, but um, listen, you don't have to write for the black and gold banneret, Big Jim, to understand that they also damn near lost to UCF. By the way, bing. Um, a team that Kansas trounced. I believe it was a fifty burger to twenty two. <laughs> Yeah, what yeah, the Oklahoma is not good here. Now, granted, Oklahoma is not good. Yeah, they 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 aren't top ten. Meanwhile, Probably. meanwhile, you keep jipping teams like Washington because they struggled earlier to teams that lost, or excuse me, should have lost to Boston College in an epic thirty to twenty nine victory over Thomas Castellanos at quarterback. What are we doing? Who? Unfortunately, Jim, Joel, Joel, I just did a podcast literally Ooh, an hour ago this. before we came on here. That, that same segment, and Joel Klatt's correct what he said. No, um, he's absolutely not. Oh, oh, he's an top 10. Moron and and, oh well, it, it is what it is. Look, look. The correct. <laughs> Come on. The correct, uh, the, the correct way should have been Alabama ahead of both those teams, for, first off. 
Alabama a seven. Oklahoma eight. Texas, Let's oh, oh, Texas eight for a minute nine. So when we get to the CFP talk because right. you don't have the graphic and you're making references and it's it's just overall bad comparison and and, and you know let's not make it too choppy for the podcast. But Jim, more I'm on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Um, but yeah, listen. Um, to 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 Jim's point, as somebody who thinks Joel Klatt is the best college analyst out there, um, he and blew- rightly so. Yeah, thank you for cladding me on that one. Um. But yeah, so I I I had to clap for you, Jim, because I thought I was the only one that was going to have the clap take. I was not uh, I was not completely ready for you to swing in. See, this is this is the reason why Jim hosts, and so I can flounder and make mistakes. But no, I don't have to flounder and make too many mistakes. I'll ask you this, fellas: okay. Am I looking at the right week when 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 North Carolina <laughs> loses to Georgia Tech? Is that something I see? That's a thing that happened. Am I hallucinating? That is a thing that happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's two in a row for North Carolina. Isn't it? Um, they lost again. Oh shit! That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Come yeah. on, man. I don't care about uh, North Carolina, man. Why do you can't have nice things? His I'm name number four, man. Language. I'm number four right now. I'm number four right now in the country. So relax. Yeah. No, you're really not, or at least you won't be. <laughs> More on that later. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Thank you, Jim. Perfect. But yeah. Um. Please. Tell me more and more about how excited I should be about the Tar Heels. Uh, anyway, apparently that take was stung like it was by a yellow jacket. Anyways. Oh, I see what you did. I thought you might. And listen. Um, oh, yeah. Devin had his bad in here. I don't think it was about the Dolphins. Yeah, m- my bad. And this is a good one. My bad is the Chiefs giving me false hope. False hope. False hope. Beat them in Germany. Yeah, that's fair. Um I'm pretty sure the Chiefs fans out there would call that win ugly. But, hey, listen, if anybody's going to start off the ugly segment, who better than EJ Christian? Who's your ugly, EJ? That's racist. Don't joke it. Uh, my ugly. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> These jabronis know the New York football giants. Wow. Thanks. Thanks. Ask my 10-year-old son. The last two minutes in overtime that game, I just all I did was laugh. Is that Travis or Travis or Patrick? I can't keep both. track. Of which one? Both kids, really. <laughs> Either one. I, I, like really, I thought you were on your channel to laugh at you, or <laughs> no, 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 you were laughing. You were laughing. I was right? laughing. They were like, "What? Yeah, we laughing at? This is comedy. This is comedy." <laughs> the laughing this, this so you is terrible. Cry. That too. That too. <laughs> no, I thought they would warm, be comfortable dude. with the laughing because you're a Cowboys fan and you were enjoying the Giants losing that much. I need, I need a drink. <laughs> this team was yeah, uh, this team, team's hey, but hey they made the playoffs last year playoffs yeah playoffs coach of the year Daniel, Danny Dimes getting his extension allegedly <sighs> oh no he got that money that ain't fake oh, I, mean, <laughs> I know that, that meant to be for coach of the year I know I one know more, one more year one more year one more year this crap so my <laughs> Giants. Think. Yeah, be I was careful say, what you wish not, for. Ain't always greener, EJ. Matthew, don't start your crap. <laughs> Are they going to fire D- Diabol? No, of course not. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not on that wagon either. There's there's some of that out there. I'll tell you right now. I'm like, stop, please stop. And rightly so. Um, okay. anyway, it's an uh, overrated coach. Um, maybe. You know, I uh, whatever. Uh, we'll see your three. I, I think it's appropriate to go from Cowboys fan to Eagles fan. Um, Matt, you're ugly, sir. Um, I was gonna do the Giants again, but <laughs> might as well. Might as well. Apropos, no, really? No, no need to pile on here. 
Um, I think what I'll really focus on will be the Chicago Bears, not so much mm. in terms of the, the season they're having because they are facing injuries, but what are we doing acting as buyers at the trade deadline, Bears? <laughs> Thank you. Like, what in what world does giving up another second-round pick, because um, we didn't learn from last year when we traded basically a first-rounder for Chase Claypool, not on the team anymore, but here we are now trading another second round pick for someone who is at the end of their contract and may or may not remain in Chicago or may test out free agency. And I don't know, try to play for a team that has a semblance of winning on the horizon. So I'm just unsure of what the franchise overall is doing, but whatever they are doing, it's ugly. Matt, the Bears are only three games out of a wild card spot, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, EJ already <laughs> lost so the Vikings. <laughs> so the Giants too. I mean, come on, man. I mean, in 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 my in, in my defense, I have to say I did, or the Bears' defense, I should say, I, I did have them winning eight games back in August. <laughs> what the I, I had them eight? as a wild card. They had as a wild card team, Matt, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I played with them as a wild card for fun, but they were like one of four. They were frisky one of four bears. NFC teams I had at eight, um, eight games uh, among. They're definitely not frisky, EJ. Yeah, not at all. Um, but I, it's, I'm not saying you're wrong, Matt. I, I don't know. I got so far as to ugly because um, Montez Sweat is going to be talent-wise a better defensive lineman. Um, than whatever you would get out of the second round. Um, sure. The Claypool thing, criticize that all you want. That, that pff, Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they have something more solid there. And also, to your point, I think the biggest issue is that it's that high a draft pick. But considering the capital that they got from the Panthers, for them to make the mistake with Bryce Young, it's a... It, it, it softens the blow somewhat, but I'm not here to say your criticisms are invalid. I'm just, it's more so that he's on an expiring deal. Like they'll have the money to pay him anyway. Why waste the draft pick to do that? Like what's going right. on? Why, why are you getting you, him now? You bring why him not? in now and he's going to be like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm staying this, this here. Is the house I want to be in. <laughs> That's well, no. more my confusion. I, I, well, okay, I can see that. I can see that too. But I guess my retort would be: is it's time to kick the tires. This is similar to the um, criticism of the Calvin Ridley acquisition two years ago, or no, last year, last off season. It's confusing because it was so early um, in Jacksonville. Now, granted, that was only I think a fourth, or I think the the the, the least it was going to be was a fourth. And if Calvin really does enough, it could get up to a second. Um, I don't know if he's on pace to get that because he's been up and down, et cetera, et cetera. But I think there's elements here where, you know, I'll only say your take is a bit pessimistic, but I'm not here to say it's wrong. I don't know. This is a good conversation. I like it. I mean, I think when the Jags made the trade for Ridley, like obviously they knew he was going to be, he was going to be out for a year, but like you could see the trajectory of that team was going this way. Like, I, I, I don't know that we are seeing a similar trajectory with the bears that you're like, yeah, let's get this guy in the room. We don't need that high pick. Um, yeah. I, I, unless the thought is like, look, let's get this guy in here, get him comfortable with the organization because we have the, like the coaching pieces in place and we want to like build a foundation off of him. Maybe is, is the logic there? I don't know, but yeah, I think giving up the the high pick cause you're, you're going to struggle to get that back. 
they, they they got him back from Carolina. Yeah, I mean, but again, I think you still need you still need more to fix that franchise. So that's, I don't know. that's and, the and here's the thing: if if they are as you know the the rumors tend to to, to lend us towards is that they're they're going to be one of the teams that's in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, assuming he does choose to and leave. Right you. So, um, <laughs> then you would think that moving on from Justin Fields, maybe you're going to look to get some trade cap or a, a draft capital back in that deal. So maybe, maybe this is the first of many steps. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know, but great, great convo piece. I will, I will, I will definitely say that Matt, 100%. Um, Jim, you're ugly. Um, my ugly is in, um, East Rutherford, New Jersey. There's a team called the giant. No, okay. Uh, we've wow. up on them enough. Um, actually, that was one of my uglies. But no, I think in the aftermath of of two losses this past weekend, one team we talked about, another one we didn't. Um, some post game comments, maybe taken a bit out of context, but um, uh, Pat Narduzzi and Deion Sanders both kind of um, making some comments about his players in the room that um, maybe wasn't the smartest thing to say. I think Narduzzi's comments were along the line of, we thought we did a good job replacing our good players. Apparently we didn't. Um, and Dion saying something along the lines of, uh, we're going to just have to go get new offensive linemen to uh, protect our quarterback. And and while maybe not necessarily wrong on either account, I, I don't I don't know that it's, when you still have four games to play, especially in the case of Colorado, um, to you you have a lot of big games coming up and you need to win i think two of them to become bowl eligible um i mean Dion's Dion. again we've talked about that before on this show on my show uh on our you know on huddle up on tuesdays but like bing you know it's when you got when you got tougher opponents still in the barrel uh throwing your offensive line under the bus a bit uh may not be the smartest play but Prime, yeah. prime, and that's what he's gonna do. No, and 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 I, I guess the only retort I would offer would be that that it's not just prime, although it is because I mean, hey, who saw the damn first meeting with Dion stepping on campus? If you haven't watched it, that's where that vibe comes from. Let's be clear. Yeah, but I I would also add I I believe this is I'm gonna give what I call the Ogeron Fournette defense, meaning okay, coming up six years ago. Leonard Fournette missing the Citrus Bowl made national damn news. Five years later, I was covering the Citrus Bowl, and every every coach, whether it be for the Camping World Bowl, the Cure Bowl, every bowl in Orlando, all six coaches in their in their coaching pregame press conference had to comment on guys missing the game. I think Dion's kind of comments. Are that kind of taboo now, Jim? I'm a hundred percent. What I'm saying is, as the NIL becomes more, what's his word, standardized in our minds in the in the psyche of college football, I think you're going to see more comments like that moving forward, especially from guys who are a little bit more spicy on the mic, like Deion Sanders. Right? Um, I would say Dabo if he was, you know, forward thinking enough to 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 take in the. Um, NIL, but whole other conversation. Um, yeah, you know, I'll go this route too because I pretty much assumed Jim would go here, and I think it needs to be addressed. And uh, much to my chagrin, there'll be a lot less hitting of the Marge Marge button. Um, and that's people convicting uh, Michigan 
before anything has even been charged, technically. All we know is that there's news trickling out and that a firm approached the NCAA committee and said, hey, look at this. And by the way, last time Michigan had allegations on a big gym there, let's just say it had about as much sizzle on it as somebody making a hamburger. Anyways, um, what, too soon? Um, you know, so yeah. About a hamburger, man. I mean, and, and to your point that you've made very well on your Twitter account, Big Chips, uh, Jim, Big Jim Sports. Um, well, he's gonna, yeah. Um, multiple national personalities are are rallying the court of public opinion to go after and and basically condemn um, Michigan. Now, I will say, and 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 I have to do this just in the name of showing the world that I can be neutral on things. Um, to the defense of Stephen A. Smith. I don't feel like he was necessarily calling for punishment of Michigan per se, but he did call into question the look, air quotes, the optics, as my friend EJ Christian would call it. Um, should these, what's his word, allegations? Are, are they even allegations? Should these reports, there we go, hold any real weight? And that comes to light after they've won the national championship. That's pretty damn sticky. There's some molasses there. So, but I don't know that that's Michigan's problem per se. That sounds like an NCAA problem to me. Well, the funny thing about the national title game, and, and it was pointed out in the uh, college football playoff show, uh, ranking show last night, is the college football playoff is separate from the NCAA. Oh, it's so. an invitational. Listen, as somebody yeah, who writes for the right. black and gold banneret and has had to talk about the 2017 national championship for however many years, I'm well aware. Yeah, so so I mean, now, granted, if if these things do turn out to be true and whatnot i'm sure the, the the playoff committee will react in such you know and not leave a national championship should it happen on the board but like yeah it, it's um th that, that's the thing i've been saying from the jump is um and it's kind of why i've avoided it for the last couple of weeks on huddle up is that right now there's not really anything you're i mean you're speaking on on rumor and hearsay really at, at this point and um you know, if, if it turns out to be true, then hand out punishment as punishment needs to be handed out. But at this point, you know, it's there was a report. There was an independent firm that obtained evidence of some kind in some fashion, which, as you know, that's not shady. Right. Which which, again, you know, when, once once the NCAA completes their investigation, I'm sure um, the Michigan in their appeal would. uh certainly want to find out exactly how that information was obtained but uh, again that's not for the court here to decide on november the 1st 2023 um but yeah it's it's there's 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 allegation there's report there's investigation and um that, that that's what we know and we we know what unnamed sources have anonymously said to you know in vague quotes to people in the media Cool Big quotes. Vague. Cool. Yeah. Like it, it, so, um, you know, I think that the, the smartest thing and, and legally speaking, and I'm sure the best lawyers that Michigan money can buy have told them, stay quiet, keep your head down, do your business. And that's what's happening. Um, by the way, I, there is something I do think we need to address on this show. Um, we have unique access to that sort of thing. Um, I'm going to go live to EJ in the security van. Can you tell us what the sources of those tapes were? <laughs> he wasn't ready for that one i got him good on that one <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> oh crap i'm 
glad we got uplifted on that joke, gentlemen, because it's oh, got to really dark and evil in here. The college football playoff committee got together, and um, I was hoping that they would take us towards the ball for a championship. Maybe Cinderella would make it. Maybe she wouldn't. But all we sure as hell got on Halloween was a pumpkin. Gentlemen, your college football playoff rankings. Um, Matt, I'm gonna let you tee off. What do you what do you see that you do you agree? What do you see that you like? Anything that you didn't uh, go ahead and lead us off. I think it would have to start with Ohio State at one and not Georgia. Um, I think when you've had a team as powerful as Georgia has been, to have them any lower than one would need to show that they've really fallen flat and you know, stumbles here and there, sure, but every single team in the top 25 has had those same stumbles. So to put Ohio State up there uh, at one, I, I get you're propping them up based on their victories over, I guess, Notre Dame and Penn State. Um, <laughs> so what really uh, are we doing here? I guess is my question with this logic behind having the Buckeyes at one who had, at no point in this season have looked like the far and away best team in the country, in my opinion. A good team, a top four team, sure. Number one, no. That's I mean, listen, right. I would think you golfed as often uh, as Jim with the way you teed that off. I, I can't I can't really defend it. I, I will break down the Penn State situation if we get that far. But um, they're too high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. They're too high without any mention of uh, Colorado being on these uh, rankings. Anyways, um, there is Washington, though, so that's worth it. Anyway. Um, EJ Christian, what do you see here that you dig or do not like? Well, Ohio State's too high. Look, the, the top four team, I, as, as as much as I don't, I, I pain to say that, the top four team, but it, it should not be number one. Um, it, it, Michigan, Georgia, should be one and two. Um, Washington, honestly, should be in top four. Look, I'm a Florida State fan. I'm a Florida State mark. But if they had Florida, Florida State behind Washington at five instead, I'd be okay with that, honestly. Excuse me for just a moment, EJ Christian. Uh, Jim, because he made such a good take, could I have Rick Sanchez, please? Wait, who? Rick Sanchez. What am I? I'm. What am I missing here? Rick and Morty. Oh, uh, there it is. This guy gets it. Thank you, sir. Well done, EJ. Continue. Because I mean, really think about it. Like Washington, right, right now has the best. I mean, I would have said weeks ago, like Texas. You know, Oklahoma and Texas was the best one of the year. But right now, the best win of the year, honestly, is Washington over Oregon. I, I I already hit this guy gets it. How many times? I mean, like, I, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. <laughs> you need to get another one from um from um right so, so, uh, from Archer where the guy so, says so, I can only get so right. erect. Okay? So in my opinion, it should it should be okay. I, I look, I you can scroll with one and two Michigan Georgia. I, I'll go Michigan one is because they've been look better than Georgia, but whatever Michigan one Georgia two and Ohio so. State Ohio State three is fine, and then Washington four. I'll even listen. If anyone should be at three when they're not, I would say Georgia because their schedule is relatively weak. And I don't listen. I don't buy into the Ric Flair defense. And that's not me hating on anybody who says Georgia should be one. I just think there's a lot more to dance with there. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that part. Anybody yeah. else? Uh, any any anything else, EJ? You want to add before I go to Jim? Uh, other than that, um, like I said earlier on, on the podcast, uh, seven eight nine. You know, look. It, oh, you I, mean I, on I, the student game report of Ernest? No, 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 right now on this show, oh, right here, right here gotcha. on this here show. No, that um, 
Bama, I, I, I think Bama should be seven. Really? Bama seven, Texas eight, Oklahoma nine, or Oklahoma eight. Texas okay, nine, wait a minute. So then they would be ranked ahead of. No. Well, that would be interesting because Oklahoma beat Texas, right. who is now ranked ahead of them. Right. And then Alabama would be ahead of Texas. Who lost it? Who, who, who lost uh, Texas. Right. But Texas also has a. Isn't yours out for a couple weeks now, too, on top of that? Uh, look, I mean, does that. Does that you, have to, you have to kind of use recency bias here to some degree as well. I mean, that's what they're doing as well. No, 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 no. Recency bias is not a good thing, sir. And recency bias is the reason why your <laughs> Knowles, Homer, is four because they forgot about Thomas Castellanos, which I know earlier you said who, but apparently you do have to be a member of the back, black and gold banneret who actually covered him back when he was a UCF backup quarterback to John Rice Plumley before transferring to BC. Right. Hashtag NIL. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that I'm necessarily ready to to, to sign off in Alabama at, at, at seven yet. I don't think they've looked that impressive. Um, you know, they, they can, not that I, necessarily think LSU is the number 14 team in the country, but um, I Alabama can off on the family. That's no surprise there. Alabama can certainly make a, a, a you know, a, a more of a powerful statement than they've made all year um, if they beat up big, big game Brian on Saturday night. So, uh, but uh, no, I mean, and, and yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with EJ there on um with the point about Michigan being won over Georgia, because if we, you know, everybody talks about the strength of schedule, Homer. they're, they're Marge, similar, Marge, Marge, uh, Marge, Marge, Marge. They're, they're similar uh, in, in strength of schedule. Neither are that great. Um, but the one thing Michigan's done that Georgia hasn't is beat up every opponent, uh, but by a sizable margin, Georgia has not done that. Georgia struggled at times. Michigan ha hasn't really um, yet. Obviously Michigan has, has their two biggest games still in front of them. Um, Penn State next week, Ohio State um, Thanksgiving weekend. Um, yeah, Ohio State struggled against Penn State. Ohio State was not the best team for about 59 minutes and 30 seconds um, on a September Saturday in South Bend. Um, so I, I don't, they're not the number one team in the country. Washington absolutely should be four. Um, I, I think there could even, there could even possibly be a case for Oregon to be above uh, Florida State, but, um, uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, again, the, the teams of, so even if you put Florida state down to, to six, uh, you, you then, I mean, the, the teams above them are going to play themselves out, you know, for the most part anyway. So, and that's the thing I always try to stress as bad as this, uh, this steaming pile that the committee served us last night, um, is the thing I've always preached with these playoff rankings is the first one is not what the last one will be. Um, and, and a lot of these teams still have to play themselves out. But again, to why is Oklahoma in the top 10, man? This team is not a top 10 team. But when you, again, when we start playing that game of who do you put above them? Let's ask you that. Do you put <laughs> Ole Miss above them? Do you put yeah. Penn State above them? Do you put Missouri above them? Yes. yes. Do you put Louisville above them? Missouri, 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 definitely. I got to see a case for that one. Um, and they. Oh no, Missouri plays Georgia this week. I keep thinking Missouri's still in the Big Twelve, but nothing makes sense <laughs> in college football anymore because nope. middle of the country is easily the Southeast Conference. But it's even going to get sillier next year. Um, you know, so why are so, you making okay, so we move we move Ole Miss above them. You move uh Missouri above them. Okay, there you go. Then then they're out of the top ten. Um, hey, 
you know, Jim, as somebody who covers uh, UCF with the black and gold banneret.com, Bing, seeing Arizona State on my on my 2024 docket as well as Colorado, please come out right. about the crazy, okay? Um, yeah. So it just gets uh, and and look, I mean, you can you can call me a hater, you can call me a Notre right. Dame homer, whatever. USC at 20 is a joke too. That, that I'm you're sorry, not wrong. you're not. If they are, I mean, not that a team that, that's 20 right now is really going to make a whole lot of noise. But I thought I thought Joel Klatt really made a good point when talking about these rankings. Is the committee really did the the the, the laziest thing possible? They did the path of least resistance. They did the undefeated teams, the one lost teams, the two lost teams, and then they did. Oh, here's a couple of uh, group of five teams at, at 24 and 25. So everybody should just be happy. By the and, way, Jim, you, you know what those are? Because those aren't rankings. You want to know what, what those actually are? What's that? Standings. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's 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 weak. It's sad. It's pathetic. But, hey, it's the college football playoff. Hey, listen, Joel Klatt complaining about ADs in this thing. And, and rightly so. Oh, you know who's been doing that for years and mocked for it? With this panel? I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Oh, my God. That was a sexy thing you just did. Thank you, Jim. What can I say except you're welcome? Wow, I need to host more often. Jim loves me. Holy shit. So that camera move a little bit there. Okay, I, almost, uh, <laughs> I almost, uh, no, I was shaking that much, dude. I, I'm not going to front on it. Like, for those who are listening to the podcast, yeah, the, the camera shake is me laughing and bumping the table here. On, on my studio setup, Jim almost wrecked me with his with his uh, tribute. I, and, you know, I listen, if, if I, I don't know, man. Any, I'll, I'll go this way. And first of all, Matt, let me apologize to your wife immediately. Penn State's going to get the business, okay? I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I like the point Jim made about USC. I made a similar point on the Student of the Game report on the Earnestly Speaking podcast when they were just ranked 22 amongst the writers, and I thought that was trash and they shouldn't be in the top 25. Speaking of spot number 22, the actual biggest just blatant crime against humanity on this entire ranking is Oklahoma State. What the hell are they doing in the top 25? <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, listen, I, I, I get recency bias, even though that's stupid. I get resume, all this other crap. What you do? I don't get hairdo on the list of part of what gets you in the college football playoff. If that's there, first of all, they got it wrong. Mike Gundy's mullet. Wow. Mike Gundy's mullet's already number one if you go by hairdo. So I'm I'm 40. It's hedging their bet, Kyle, for justification. So when Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State next week, they can say, look at this top 25 win. Top 25 win. Come after me. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's um that's not just conspiracy theory gentlemen and by the way uh um to joel Klatt's point too that he makes on his podcast which i mean we are joel Klatt stands for how wrong he was nonetheless about ohio state and other aspects um these rankings do matter. so thank you sir and these rankings do matter he mentioned coaches who gives a bleep about that were fans whatever but it does impact recruiting hey we were in the top 25 for so many weeks in 2023. If we had you, we could get to the CFP. That bitch writes itself. It sounds like something Brian Kelly would do as he's going to a player to recruit for LSU before Brian he plays. Oh. <laughs> you you say that as if Brian Kelly goes places to recruit. 
I mean, wow. to be fair, he did text the Notre Dame team from an from a recruiting visit. Yo, bitches, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he said, I, no, bitches is fine. He said, Yo, bitches, I'm out. Yeah. It's true. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's what the sources say. The tweet said, or the the deck said. I'm not. Yeah, sure yeah right. It's allegedly. I'm uh, not sure if it's uh, totally accurate or not. Allegedly, Jim's conferring with the sources. By the way, as you point that out, Jim, I'm forced to say that's the joke. So, um, that's the joke. Let's let's. So here it is, and it's the part that I had to. You know, w- one day I'm sure I'm going to meet Mrs. Muleheisen, and we'll just leave out. The, uh, the the tirade that's about to happen here. But, uh, gentlemen, <clears throat> if your biggest win is Iowa, <laughs> I, I love the laughter. I didn't even say anything. All I hear is Big Jim cackling as if he's like a, a prop to, to, to a house. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm taking my kids trick-or-treating at him. <laughs> you know, like, by the way, the Hawkeyes, who have taken down juggernauts such as Michigan State in Perdon't, so exciting, right? Uh, but thing sucks. Wow. Um, I wasn't ready. Uh, by the way, inches away from losing to the absolute juggernauts of football that is IU. No offense to Michael Penix, of course. And, and <laughs> this is the group you want me to believe is the 11th 11th highest team in the nation. This wouldn't be the first time, though, that this sort of thing happened where a team was completely outranked. And I know you Notre Dame homers, all three of you Irish on this panel, was going to say I was going to blame Notre Dame for Ohio State's being placed too high. I may have teased it thus, but that's a whole other question. Granted, I don't think they're being penalized enough for their conference loss to Louisville. But, um, <laughs> way out of line, way out of line. <laughs> but I do think Penn State, what the hell? If we're going by resume, the very argument you're using to lift up Ohio State holds zero weight with the resume you're telling me they have. Oh, what? <sighs> Iowa? But, you know, hey, listen. I, I'm just a conspiracy theorist for mentioning Iowa was ever really ranked in the CFP in the past because the chairman went to, was, you know, the AD from there. You know, whatever. I'm just Jerry from Conspiracy Theory, and I was played by Mel Gibson. I don't even have a thing for Julia Roberts. How did this get here? Anyways. Um, but hey, Kyle, Iowa was 24th in the country when Penn State beat them, Kyle. Excuse me, Jim. That's can a you top give, 25 win. Can you give yourself a shut your ass, please? Here <laughs> Shut up, bitch. There you go. Um, no, that's that's not acceptable. Now, in the name of keeping some positivity, I like how they treated Ole Miss. I like how they treated Mizzou. I like how they treated um, Oregon State. The respect Utah got. Listen, I'm starting to become a Utah stand myself like Jim was last year. Um, <laughs> you know, and I like where they put Kansas I blame you. You probably do, and I wouldn't, but listen, you can't see me. That's the only thing I'm grateful for. Um, <laughs> you know, I. but there's just so much wrong, and I didn't even get to touch on how Tennessee is completely wrong, how Notre Dame is a bit too high. But then again, that's the committee's fault because they almost beat the number one team, right, Jim? Hey, I'm rude about it. Well, I'm not being rude to you. I'm being rude to the committee. Well, Anyways. Well. 
by the way, you want to have the conversation of for so many minutes, for the first 30 minutes, your number four team was getting beat by number 14 LSU. What are we talking about that? Well, and then, well, we'll talk I mean, about it. It took a miracle. We'll talk about the game, Ryan, in a couple minutes. Clemson. What, what was that, Matt? I said it took a miracle for Florida State to hold on against Clemson, too. Oh, God, why'd you have to bring that up? I only ate two hours ago, buddy. And, <laughs> damn. And I blame you. That's Long each of my life. Yeah, I blame Taylor's two tears of my life for that one. That was oh, a bad game. Jeez. Anyways, I swear, if you guys find a way, well, I don't think you can lose. That'd be anymore. worse when the U beats him in a couple of weeks. You, <laughs> you better, you better cut your crap, now, buddy. I don't know. Way out of line. Way out of line. That's Andy. So that's enough about these silly rankings. Oh yeah, the U that you had going to the, to the playoff last year. That team. Yeah. Can you keep it? It'd be, it'd be fun enough if they just knock a team out of the playoffs this year, which they will. Oh my. I'll, I'll say this, though. Florida State cannot. They have to win out. They have to win out this year. They lose one game, they're done. Yeah. Oh, by the way, in the name of EJ. <laughs> That's how that works, EJ. No, no, I'm saying, no, what I'm saying, no, no, what I'm saying, they have zero chance to get in the playoff. Zero chance. Without in, going in the tradition of EJ breaking news here, um, all of you breathe oxygen. <laughs> I, I, I don't think a one-loss team. Well, yes, uh, if a, a one-loss Florida State with that loss coming against Pitt, North Alabama, or Florida. I think Louisville cancels the. I'm saying I, I don't think a one-loss Florida State team will leapfrog any 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 one-loss team in the top ten. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, no are, are you asking for a hotel? You're Captain Obvious right now, Chief. <laughs> not including Oklahoma. I'm saying including to the Oklahoma. Yeah, we're agreeing with you. <laughs> no one's debating you. No, no one is saying no, EJ. The one lost Florida State. The error is very, very thin. Here's what we're here's what we're doing, EJ. Okay. We're making sure you can't misappropriate a morning star again or claim you're some great profit <laughs> when they do lose a game and miss the playoff. We effing know. Okay. Which game is it, you think? My, well, he said Miami. Miami. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with Miami. The only reason I'm not is because I still think that the players don't trust the coaching staff for that flub against Georgia Tech. I I think that hit them that hard. Of, the probably one of the worst things I've ever seen, man. Oh my god. And, and listen, I've talked to that 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 their center Matt Lee in press conferences because he was at UCF before he transferred. I like that kid, and to see him suffer that really broke my heart. I hated it. Awful, awful stuff, man. Anyways, um. Jim, let's hit the degenerate block of the picks this week, shall we? Yeah, why don't we go ahead and do that? We can hit that on the college on the uh, the college uh, slate. Four games, uh, all with uh, top twenty-five implications. Number twenty-three, Kansas State is six and two. Uh, they travel to number seven, Texas, who is seven and one, and a four-point home favorite. Fifty and a half is your over/under Saturday noon Eastern time on Fox. I will lend to the host first, Kyle. You know, uh, first of all, and this is fresh off of me saying I, I like Kansas State and, and where they are in the rankings. OK, I, I just I have to stress that for all the bitching I did earlier. <laughs> I want to make it clear that there was a handful of things, a mere handful of things. Let me stress that I, I liked. Um, Listen, Kansas State has the opportunity to do something and shock the world and, and, and get themselves certainly within the top 15. Possibly one would think. Um, maybe getting Oklahoma State off the top 25. What are we talking about? Um, that being said, I have no reason to believe it shows. I have no reason to believe it happens. Um, and and rightly so, because Joel Klatt will probably be calling that game. And rightly so. I don't care what the over is. Bet it. 
And um, I think Texas will cover as well. All right, Matt. Yeah, I think four seems a little bit low for what we've seen out of Texas and what we've seen out of Kansas State. Um, so I will take Texas minus the four points, and I'm definitely going to bet the over there. All right, EJ. Oh, no, 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 no. Give me the upset. Give me the upset. K-State outright wins this game. But I will take the over, though. You think Texas is going to Texas, EJ? Yes. Okay. Man, and I wanted to be the cool kid that did that just to – just to let chaos reign. I can't do that now. Give me Texas Plus, and it's a Big 12, so give me the over. Stole your thunder right there. Huh? It's like a low over for the Big 12, absolutely, too. Yeah, absolutely. And a half. I think it's because Kansas State traditionally is is kind of the anomaly. They're the Stanford of the Big 12 in terms yeah, of points. They could put up 40 on UCF, but no, I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, first of all, great Macho Man Savage. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, I like that. Um Jim, if you had picked K-State, you still would have been cool because you would have taken on the extra risk of EJ jinxing you. Anyways, carry on. That is, that is true. All right. Now we go Saturday, 3.30 Eastern time on CBS. It is number 12, Missouri. They are 7-1 and one at number 2, Georgia, who is 8-0, and a 15-and-a-half-point home favorite. Uh, that's bold. 54-and-a-half uh, is your over-under on that one. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. I'll take the over there uh, since both of these offenses are, are pretty good at putting up points on the board um, and Georgia's defense is not as scary as it has been in years past. Um, but I don't think Mizzou gets blown out. Um, so I will take Missouri plus the 15 and a half, but Georgia wins this game. All right, EJ. Uh, give me Georgia to cover this, cover this game. They've been playing well the last couple of weeks and uh, I'll take the under actually on this. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Kyle. It's bold enough that I'm going to match it. For some reason, the number in my head to listen for was 17. I didn't get it. I think Georgia. Uh, I know. I know. I know. Hey, listen. I'm the actual cool kid, Mamma Jamma. Anyways, no, but with that in mind, um, yeah, keep me with the under because this is the SEC. The football will be run and it will be run copiously with a few big plays in the air and play action. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, that's where I'm at. Um, if this was a night game in Georgia, I think I probably would have given the Georgia the edge to uh, cover the 15 and a half. But Saturday afternoon, uh, let's, let's get a little frisky with them Tigers. Uh, give me Missouri to cover the 15 and a half. Um, and I will take a over the uh, SEC being the conference of defense is a bit overrated in uh, recent years. Uh, all right, speaking of conferences that don't play defense, we go Saturday, 7.30 Eastern time on ABC. It is number five, Washington there, 8-0. Only a three-and-a-half-point road favorite, also bold strategy, Cotton, at number 20, USC, who is and 7-2. Yeah, that's fun to say. Uh, <laughs> 76 is your over-under on this game, EJ. Who did they lose to, those two losses? Uh, well, oh. one of them, Notre Dame kicked the ever-living bleep out of them yeah so. yeah that's kind of cool <laughs> uh, no give, give me washington this game washington minus three three and a half um this is a low spread in my opinion um but i'll take a matt welcome back to the show a slight slight under Ooh. slight under pack 12 under it's under. 12 if there's gonna be an under 76 right it's 76 right yeah slight slight under i think i think uh you know, combined 74 points. Combined 75. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, that's a pretty high number. Um, but also, I might have the world remind you that USC can't tackle, whereas Washington can occasionally. Occasionally. 
hmm. play defense, which means they're monument monumental in the pack slash Big 12s. Um, I'm going to do it. Death taxes, the over in the 12s. Um, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm going to take you over there. I have Washington winning, winning, winning this mamma jamma and getting my Michael Penix pick still alive. Real that's quick, uh, Kyle, is that a slight over though, or they're going to crush that over? You think? <laughs> that's a trap, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well, buddy. Slight. There you go. go. How about that? <laughs> yeah, Matt, go ahead. I'm going to give him the crushing that over. I will take the, the 76 and a half. I mean, Washington did give up 33 points last week to the offensive juggernaut that is the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, and we do know how well USC plays defenses against anyone. <laughs> One double A schools. University of Shippensburg can play USC. Y'all be a little harsh on your Notre Dame team. That you? is a disgusting act. And I will take Washington minus three. I will even bet an alternative spread of minus seven. Uh, I think Washington wins handily. Oh, Washington's going to clobber the rotting corpse that is the USC Trojans, and it is going to be almost as glorious as two weekends ago in South Bend. Um, but obviously not quite as. Um, but you know what? To Kyle's point, uh, I'm going to take a slight under – because we've seen what Over. Caleb Williams and company do when they face an actual defense. So, yeah, that, that could be a problem for the Trojans. Um, so, yeah, Washington uh, easily, easily on that one. And lastly, we've alluded to it a couple of times, 745 Eastern time on CBS. Big game, Brian, and the LSU Tigers ranked 14 in the country. They are 6-2. and two. They travel to Tuscaloosa. Number eight, Alabama, 7-1. and one. Only a three-point home favorite. 60 and a half is your over-under. Kyle, we'll start with you on this one. Listen, these are two teams that may not be great, but this game's going to be competitive as hell. Um, I'm going to stammer and stutter because I don't know what to make of either of these damn teams. Um, but the one thing they have done is something that people don't account for a lot, and that's gotten better throughout the year. Um, I want to pick the Tigers. Um, but they're in a different family of cat than Missouri. So family. Uh, I, I'm going to pick Alabama, um, but uh, not because I'm confident in it. Um, it's in Tuscaloosa. That's basically the difference for me. Whatever it is, give me the under. This is the SEC. That's fair, Matt. So we have the student versus the teacher here. <laughs> <laughs> this dude As, this does mean that if that's the case, Chief, you're going to have to pick your boy or your former boy. This is like putting the piece of bread, like butter side up on like a cat's back and like just <laughs> dropping it to figure out which way the, the, the physics works. As much As much as I would like to see Alabama lose this one. It's fortunate for Brian Kelly. He's not going to suffer this in front of his family. <laughs> Give me Alabama. Give me minus three. I'll take the under. You just agreed with me. What are you teaching? What just happened? I was talking about Brian Kelly and Tommy Reese. Oh, my bad. Yeah, because I'm the student. See, it was very confusing. It's, it happens. Uh, EJ, go ahead. Yeah. Um, give me Bama. They're playing better. I'll get Alabama to, to slightly cover. And also, SEC under, of course. Slightly um, cover, so they win by four. Yeah, yeah. four or five. You know. There you go, four or five. Um, 24-19, you know. 
Yeah, look, I'm I'm right here with Matt. This one's a tough one because we know what big game Brian can do. We also know what Tommy Reese can do when having to call a big game on offense. Um, and you know, to prove to Kyle, because all season and even last year, I've had to battle this reputation that Kyle thinks I just I hate on Brian Kelly for no reason. Hold on. If you're gonna do that, you need to cite that observations podcast where I know Seward then don't have as much beep as you put on his name. By the way, that podcast has been slacking on lately. What's going on? Uh, look, shut up. Um <laughs> uh, look, my, my the point again, I was uh, blatantly and, and intentionally obtuse on that one. Obviously a show, but that was a joke. there there That's are yeah. I mean, two things can be true at the same time. The sky can be blue and uh, two plus two can also equal four, Kyle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you can be a Haley and LSU could still lose. I get you. But you know what? I wanted to pick chaos with the first game, but EJ ruined it. Um, so I'm going to let chaos rule a bit here. And big game Brian finds a way. The Crimson Tide are out. Sorry. Sorry, Tyler Buckner. Sorry, Tommy Rees. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not really. Thus, helping Florida State. Thank you very much. Uh, um, LSU uh, gets the win in Tuscaloosa, um, and I will go. I will definitely take an under on this one. Um, LSU's offense is good. I, I don't think Alabama's is going to be good enough, and that's going to be the difference. So are you aware of the actual chaos you caused? You're like, oh, Tuscaloosa's gone. That's cute, Jim. But first of all, You've increased the ranking of LSU to where if somehow they pull off a miracle in the conference championship. Oh, but they, they won't. They won't. I know. Oh, and big game Brian only shows his face once every couple of years. So uh, if he gets the win on Saturday, he, he'll go back into hiding like a groundhog. Hey, B, <laughs> it's, it's not like he hasn't beaten Alabama before. Oh, wait. And um, that also helps EJ Christian's. Seminoles, which are also now making happen. Are no, they? but when when the Seminoles lose to the U, it won't matter. Shut your ass. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That retort is everything I need. Let me catch up. Devin. Was it the same as that when he lost the wake last week to uh, Jim? Okay. Devin also steps in. He has Texas and the under, and also has Georgia and the under uh, as well for him. EJ, to your point, last week my lock was that a top 10 team would lose to an unranked team, which they did. Yes, yes. You, was, you, you said had to go get a smart you mouth. You said Florida State will lose a week. And so did Matt I, did, I did. You had to go get a smart mouth and I and I had to take a direct shot. That was your fault. No, you were just in your feelings, Jim, again. No big deal. I get it. Hold it on. EJ, shut up a minute. I got okay. you back on this one. I have to throw myself on the uh, grenade here. I'm the one that alluded to your somebody in the top 10 is going to lose is a fence-sitting take. That was my fault. And and I take the blame. I am a nobler man than that here on my show. So in a, in a, in a broad stroke, I was correct. But because I called EJ's stupid sem Seminoles out uh, directly, I ended up being wrong. But we'll get him back. Hey, we, we make stupid choices sometimes. Okay. We'll get him back. Oh, boy. I know you became a Mets fan so many years ago. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Hey, man, it was my birth. I gotta tell you. Uh, let me get this back on the rails. Jim, do we have a degenerate block for the NFL? We do. We will start in uh, obviously week number nine in the National Football League coming up. Uh, bye weeks this week. 
starting in a city out west. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Broncos, Lions, 49ers, and Jaguars all have the week off this week. But for the picks, we will start very early Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time from Frankfurt, Germany. It is the 6-2 and two Dolphins taking on the 6-2 and two Kansas City Chiefs coming off of a loss to... Oh, the Denver Broncos. It's a week, week, all week. Love it. Bring it it's in. It's a week, week league, man. It doesn't make sense. But the Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. Um, Fifty-and-a-half is your over-under on this one. EJ, I'll start with you. Well, we, we, me and my mimosas at 9.30 morning. Kyle. Mimosa morning. Kyle. Um, Whatever. By just way, just I, prove I, you don't belong in the trenches. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a, yeah, come on now. Anyway, no. Must win for the Dolphins here. Must win. Yes, must win. Wait, I'm the host. I can control this. Okay, here we go. Jim, yeah. here we go. I'm not talking about must wins until he's just no. Anyways, no, I'm kidding. All right, go ahead, EJ. But if you say must win again, I will mute. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. that means no perception game for the Dolphins. They win a game that actually matters. But win a game that actually puts you into a tier one. You lost against Buffalo. You lost against Philadelphia. Again, another opportunity now against the champs. Well, your tier one for those of us who think they're, they're, they're not there yet, they're not there yet. But you said if they win, the they, Dolphins are tier. We one. can have a discussion next week. We saw how, how it looks. I don't see how it's a must. Win. Well, I guess technically, depending on what you pick on a game later, but they could still have a one-game lead in their division if they lose this week. I agree, but again, you're you're now six and two. Yes, I know, but you're using facts, and I don't do that. But I mean, you're also, you're also of what? I'm the, we're we're talking about like why right, is it a must win? Right now, you have four teams in the in the conference at six and two. Okay, okay. Uh, you're basically you're basically trying to get a, a, a bye week. Yeah, right you got a cigar for me. I, okay, <laughs> number one, number two, must win because perception. Want me taking seriously? As, as, the as a real contender? Matter. It, matter, it matters to me. It matters to me. Give me Chiefs minus one. Give me over. Here's if it matters to All you. All of that just to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are we doing here? Go Finns. Uh, go Finns. You wonder why I was going to put them on <laughs> you, you idiot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Matt, save us, please. I hope Devin's still listening just because I want to disparage the Dolphins for a little bit here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Must win game for both these teams. <laughs> Must win. It's a playoff game. You don't, you don't mute him, though. Because he's laughing at you. ever <laughs> said it. Right, because he's being facetious about it. Facetious, not facetious. <laughs> Look, man. No, no, she said. Give me the Chiefs <laughs> on the road at home. Give me the over. All right, Kyle. I got to love, by the way, Devin had Georgia and the under, like most of us did. And I got to love, listen, as much as I get on Devin's case for loving the Dolphins a little too much on our show here, um, I love the line he puts in the sand. Call me a goddamn Homer. I'm going with the Dolphins on a hope and a prayer. Well, <laughs> Homer, Homer, right, Devin. Homer. Unfortunately, you also need a defense, which you did not list. You're screwed. Anyways, um, no, listen, I, I'm um, a two and a half is all really get y'all are that worried about Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second not being recovered from a flu, huh? Okay, cool story. Um, I do get the Tyreek Hill revenge factor. I think that's going to matter. I think that is going to make this game a sure over and not slight. Sure. There's a difference, Mama Jamma um, or mother father, as we say on Sertoba Media. But um, yeah, listen, I am not brave enough. Uh, to pick against the Chiefs, I know that 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 uh, 
you know, there's no way to fly swiftly into Germany, so she probably won't be there. But um, I was going to say, do we know she's going to be there? I'm betting against it. Um, I, if it's I, in London, I'd say she's probably find a way to if, be there. If there's a prop bet for whether Taylor will be in Germany, put me on that as a no, okay? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I got the chefs nonetheless. Um, I also have the over, um, a not slight over, and, yeah, that's where I sit. Oh, um, Hold on, I gotta get it real quick. Speaking of saying mother father, no sooner does he arrive, Drew Willingham's Jova Media. You gotta love that timing. Anyways, go ahead, Jim. That's beauty. Um, yeah, look, um, the Chiefs, it was a it was a a just grouping of factors, I think, that led to that loss. I think the the, the Broncos were tired of being told how bad they were. Uh, Mahomes was sick, Taylor Swift wasn't there. Um, look, no disrespect, Devin. Well, maybe partially disrespect. Uh, give me the Chiefs plus <laughs> and uh, and definitely, definitely taking me over. This one on the NFL Network. I think I missed that. You're, on you're the, a uh, mean man, on, Jim. On the top of that one. But uh, Chiefs aren't going to lose two weeks in a row. Uh, all right. Let's go to 1 o'clock Eastern time on CBS. It is the 5-2 uh, and two Seahawks at the 6-2 and two, uh, Ravens, who are five and a half point home favorite. 43 is your over-under on this one. Matt, we'll start with you. Um, man, uh, this one's a little tougher just because mm-hmm. I like the way that the Seahawks have been playing more recently. Um, aside from the loss to Cincinnati, been handling some business against teams that they should handle. So that being said, I think the, the Ravens are kind of firing on all, all cylinders at this point. So I'll take the Ravens minus the six. Um, I'll take the under though. I think the defenses show out a little bit this week. All right, Kyle. Yeah, I, I got the Ravens, too, here. Matt's uh, spot the hell on here. I, I'm basically going to match him with my pick. Um, listen, it's not that I don't have faith in the Seahawks. I, I think they're going to compete for the division, just like I had in my preview on the Student of the Game podcast back in August. 11 wins and 10 wins, I believe I had for the teams respectively there with the Niners and the uh, Seahawks. Um, but the Ravens, they played solid ball. I can't front on any above. We'll leave it at that. All right, EJ. I do like the Ravens win this game. However, give me, give me Seattle plus six here. Close game here. And give me the under. Wait, wait. I'm get, they're getting six points? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, then, yeah. Okay. De- give me a Seattle on the spread then. My bad. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, lo- I like the same thing, if we're being honest about it. Uh, Seattle's playing good. Um, Baltimore just the same. I think this is going to be a really good battle. Uh, I don't – if I would have looked at this game mid-season or uh, preseason, I don't think I would have thought um, it would have turned out in, in to be as well and, as, and, quite frankly, as big of a game um, as it's going to be. I think the Ravens do win at home, um, and I will uh, I will take the under in this one. Yeah, Trent Williams getting injured is making this game relevant, sir. For sure. Um, so so let's go to this one. I mean, I, I think we're pretty confident in, in saying that I will pick the Cowboys. Matt will pick the Eagles. Um, real quick. So the Eagles are seven and one Eagles host the five and two Cowboys. Eagles are a three point home favorite. 46 is the over under, um, for, for, you know, statistics sake and and how we're tracking the season. Um, I will take the Cowboys. I will take the over, um, Matt, I assume you're the Eagles. What's your take on the over under on that one? I'll take the Eagles and the over. All right. Um, EJ and Kyle, let's do them quick because I want to do something a little bit different with this game. Um, so, Kyle, I'll go to you for the for the spread um, on this one. 
Um, I, I got the Eagles because they play defense consistently. Um, and and it, what's the number for the over under? I missed that. Uh, Forty six. <laughs> Give me the over. Screw it. All right, Eagles over. Uh, EJ. Uh, I, I, I something smells in this game. I like Dallas this week. I do. I do. I do. Yes, of Dak. Give me Dallas. Dak, first game full oh, strength in two years. Okay. Is this Dak the Fredo game? Is that Dak, what has Dak only lost once as the Eagles as a starter? Shut up. Year? Shut up. It also involves Sam Bradford as a starter. Shut your mouth. Okay, this same. Something smells. It, look. Must win. Cowboys. Cowboys win. Stop. Well, any over. My God, I... they need this right. game. Here's, here's a tie break. Drew Willingham steps in. He likes to take on the Eagles defense, and Devin also digs the Eagles. So yeah, there you go. So so whatever. Let's do it this way, um, and we'll go Kyle, Matt, EJ, and myself. Blank meaning the team that you're predicting to win will win if what? Because I mean, obviously there was no surprise in who Matt and I were taking. So to take a little different spin on a on a game. With a couple of favorite teams, Kyle. So you pick the Eagles. Eagles will win if what? Dak Prescott continues to turn the damn ball over. All right, there you go. Matt, the Eagles will win if what? The defensive line gets pressure on Dak. That's fair. EJ, the Cowboys will win if what? Dak Prescott plays a clean game. Which he will not. You are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I picked the Cowboys, I will go Cowboys will win if um the uh the front seven can get at Jalen Hurts and company more bad news we'll see <laughs> um I said right. actually that will happen some I shouldn't I shouldn't dismiss it um all right and then lastly and this is what I was referring to with the whole Dolphins alleged must win allegedly oh crap uh the five and three bills travel to the four and three and suddenly top tier Cincinnati Bengals who are a two and a half point home favorite 48 and a half is your over under on this one. Sunday night, 8.20 Eastern time on NBC. EJ, I'm going to start with you on this one. This is easy. Bengals in a blowout. Bengals in a blowout and give me the under. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I want to go back to that first game because if the Dolphins lose and the Bills lose, the Dolphins will still be a game up on those Bills in the AFC East. So please, but, but what, you, mit- what you missed, though, as I said, the Dolphins are trying to refer themselves as a Super Bowl contender. Okay, they're winning the East. They're winning the East. I'm not about Buffalo's point now. Oh, about, so so wait, so, no one so the Dolphins must win games become must win in January when they're actually must win. That would be one twenty six fifty five. So they have to win because they want to be a Super Bowl contender. So if they beat the Chiefs, that they makes them beat. so. Otherwise, they, they aren't. They change the perception, man. You beat the, the Denver no Broncos. Denver Broncos just and, beat the Chiefs. But Kansas City has, but dude, but as he, but as we've seen oh, in the last couple of years, KC has these games every. They have the one, the one game every year. They should lose. Last year, we last was the Colts. The Colts. Okay. The Colts, who won what, three games last year? Four? They struggle with the Texans. Blah, blah. Okay, it happens, okay? Miami's trying to get themselves into that conversation of being with the Phillies and the and the Bengals and the, the Chiefs. You don't do that without be, winning this game. I'm sorry. And yeah. you're in a race at 14 retire now at, at the top of the AFC right now. The he only def- defense that EJ actually has that's viable that he refuses to, to use is if this team can demonstrate they can play defense, 
against somebody with a high-powered quarterback like, like Patrick LeVon Mahomes II that will increase their confidence. It's not a must-win, jackass. And that, my friends, is what we call analysis. Matt, Bills, Bengals, go ahead. Um, I'm actually going to go with the the crowd here. I'm, I'm on the ESPN page, and 67% are going Bills. I'm leaning that way as well. Really? Give me the uh, Bills. Yeah. I'll take the under. Wow. Okay. Kyle, go ahead. Um, If the Bills had their full defense, I would agree with the crowd as well. I am unable to do that. You are missing significant portions of your secondary against Joseph Burr. That's a problem. Listen, I enjoy the fact that you have the best and probably the most underrated defensive tackle core in the league. I've said it repeatedly and often. And heck, if I wrote for the Bills like I do the Jaguars for the Jaguar Report of SI, Bing, I would still be talking about that defensive tackle unit. There's no question. That being said, um, I, I I feel like uh, Trey Hendrickson will get back there, freak Josh Allen out. He will make mistakes. Joseph Burr will capitalize. And if he remains healthy throughout the game, which I have no reason to disbelieve, the Bengals will maintain, and I will take them regardless of the spread. And give me the over because there will be fireworks. Matt, this game is in Cincinnati, right? It is. What am I missing then? I think people. The, the, the Buffalo Bills are, are a roller coaster. I mean, apparently people aren't ready to buy in on the Bengals as a well, team. Good grown peril. Good luck with that. <laughs> Bengals are a blowout. Listen, listen, listen. All you need to do, EJ is keep your weapons rack ready and unleash your morning stars next week because you yep. tried to tell them, but they wouldn't listen. 6%. Wow. Um, I mean, you're you're crowning the Bengals after they beat a injury-riddled San Francisco team. Prior to that, they, Trent Williams, for the record. But, correct, yeah, they but, squeaked by the Seahawks. They beat the Cardinals. Congrats. Most good teams do. Sorry, Jim. Uh, and then they lost. I can't, I can't even fight that one. Handily <laughs> to the Titans squeaked by the Rams. So, the, I mean, you having them on Tier 1 is, is fine, but in, most in, people aren't ready to quite yet do that, especially with the injury concerns that have plagued Joe Burr for the year. Injury riddled, yes, on the offensive side of the ball. They tortured that, that San Francisco on, on Sunday afternoon. And that's yeah. where I was impressed with. Well, and, and it, let me back Matt on this. Some of us knew there would be a defensive drop off once D'Amico Ryan's went off to get his head coaching gig. So, if your offense isn't doing anything, your defense is going to get tired pretty quick. Yeah, that's how defenses get torched. I've been watching it, it all year. The game was close to the fourth quarter, so I don't know. So then they didn't get torched. I mean, the defense, the defense got torched. The defense got torched. The, the part, Joe Burrow was efficient as hell. The part that the thing that EJ should be arguing when I mean, he refuses to now, even though he has on his own podcast, is the past two years, heck, three years, one could argue, is the Bengals under Joseph Burr have started slow. And at the end of the game or end of the season, it just doesn't matter. Some of us even had them in the power rankings before the other two when Joseph Burr had his first, health, first healthy, healthy season and Jim made his biggest blunder of all time in EJ's eyes, picking the Bears. Bears! But nonetheless. <laughs> One flaw in three three plus years. Hey, at least you didn't need three overtimes to beat Pitt. But the punchline's <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> but the punchline's this. I, I think the reason why EJ is so confident in this game and already having the Bengals in tier run is he's writing the stats. I'm with you, though, Matt. Show it to me. 
I think they will show it to us when they beat the Bills this weekend, and then I'll start calling them tier one. Um. All right, so you have the Bengals winning. Do you have uh, over or under 48 and a half, Kyle? Oh, 48 and a half. Give me over. I think we'll have more fireworks than that. Yeah, I'll take the over as well. Um, I, I think the Bengals do win this game. I'm not ready to put them in tier one. Um, even I, I may even be hesitant to put them in it after this game because let's keep in mind, I've, I've had the same – You've been consistent. Uh, I, I've been. I've had the same issue with the Bills for multiple seasons. They don't put games away. Since beating a Dolphins team that we're not a hundred percent sure is as good as they they pretended to be when they put up seventy points on the lowly Broncos. Um, the Bills, oh, the Denver Broncos. The Bills have lost to the Jaguars. They've barely beaten the pathetic New York Giants. They lost to the Patriots, and they struggled to put away the Fighting Baker Mayfields. <laughs> the, the, the Bills, everybody wants them to be great. They are good. How good, we don't know. Um, so, yeah, I think Bengals win at home Sunday night, um, and, and they are starting to make that upward turn. Again, we've, we all have them winning the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl or whatever in the huddle-up preseason picks thing. Um, but... <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not ready to sign off on 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 tier one uh, quite yet, even even with a win on on uh, on Sunday. To be fair, I also said last week during the bye week that they were on a holding pad for tier one, so that, it should be a surprise. You're yeah, you're still premature, but yeah, you're consistently premature, and that's all. That regards to your wife. Whoa! <laughs> way out of line. Way out of line. Wow. Ah. What, 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 what did Lauren do to you? Is that is that the end of the gym? I'm going to keep oh. this as PG as possible oh. because we are in Kyle's house. I'm going to respect the house. Yeah, I, I feel like Papa Midnight in Constantine. <laughs> Not here! Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, no one's going to get that reference, but it's a good... Hey, it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Watch the damn thing. Uh, anyways. I understand um, that. Is is that the last of the degenerate block, gentlemen? Yeah, that's the last of my big four. Okay, so be it. We'll move on, um, gentlemen. There's going to be some very interesting things I need examined by this uh, group because, well, y'all are that sharp, and the national media is ticking me off on a lot of things. Let's go ahead and do a little bit more lightning as we do the rest of the picks, student of the game style. Who needs spreads? Let's just walk through them real quick. Leading off. The Minnesota Vikings head to Atlanta, the battle, the fraud com CEO, Jim. Who you got? Um, oh, this game stinks. Um, two new starting quarterbacks this week, uh, but I'll give the experienced one the edge. So give me the fighting Tyler Heineke's in Atlanta. EJ Heineken. Let's go. Matt. Atlanta at home. Interesting. Just like the Kelly Green, my can of beer is going to be green. Crack open the Heineken. I have the fraud cons. Leading us next up to the Arizona Cardinals and the Cleveland Browns. This is all very interesting because people were trying to move Dobbs and didn't. I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Matt, who you got? Um, I mean, if, if Watson plays, give me Arizona. If he doesn't, give me the Browns. That's actually a very strong take. EJ. Yeah, Watson plays in the Browns. He doesn't play in the Browns. Browns. Jim. Yeah, we got a rookie in Arizona. Give me the Browns either way. I got the Browns, too. Most underappreciated defense in the league, in my yes, opinion. Yes. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams head over to the frozen tundra of Lambeau to battle Jordan Love and his 
Green Bay Packers. EJ, who you got? Give me the uh, Packers because Stafford may not be, well, that rhymed. That might not even be available for this game. So give me the Packers. Packers and Stafford. It's oh. it's got the right meter. Let him have it. You know, it's in range. <laughs> it, it works. I don't know, Matt. Who you got? <laughs> Must win for the Rams. <laughs> it really is, though. Be honest, to be fair. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> I don't think, but whatever. It's three and five, dude. Let's be five. A must win for anybody. It's for the damn Packers. Okay. A B. No, it's not a must win. Um, Jim. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't care if you pick a guy out of the third row. This Packers team stinks. Give me the Rams. <laughs> I too am going to go with the Rams, but hey, maybe Jordan Love will take advantage. You never know. Uh, the Washington Red Tails, sorry, Commanders do battle, wishing they still had Taylor Heineke against Bill Belichick in Foxborough in the Patriots. Uh, let me go to the Patriot fan, EJ. Lead us off. Yeah, let me get hooding the boys. Hooding the boys this week. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, Jim. Um, hooding the boys. That never. Never mind. Um. <laughs> You Give me Washington. The Patriots will stink. Give me Washington. They'll find a way. Uh, Matt. Yeah, give me Washington, the, the team that has a quarterback that the rest of the team seem to like and trust, which doesn't seem to be the case in New England. Wow. So must win for Washington? Never mind. Never mind. Hey, listen, I know that, that you might be traumatized into picking the Red Tails. Sorry, Commanders there, Eagles fan. But no, I still think you're right. Eric Bieniemy finds a way with Sam. How well can he do against Bill Belichick? Oh, I think he'll there. be fine. Um, the Bears and the Saints. We all got the Saints, right? Can we skip this one? Gosh, yes. Um, Number one seed Saints. If you say no and you had the you were touting the Saints as the number one seed in the (laughs) NFC before the season. What's what's about this game here, guys? I'm quitting the show. (laughs) (laughs) The Bears, no, come on. In the name of saving him from himself, Saints win the Saints. Heads to Houston to battle the Texans. Matt, who you got? I think Houston bounces back. I liked what they were doing earlier in the year. I, th- I was surprised they lost to the Panthers, but I guess so were they. teams eventually have to win one game. Uh, sorry, Lions. Um, so give me give me the Texans. What is that stray? That doesn't make any sense. That's an EJ take, Matt. What are we doing here? Anyways, Jim. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, had, I had some hope for the fighting Mayfields, but the sucking ears they are again. Uh, give me Houston. Hey, they're in the NFC in their seven playoff spots. Kevin Garnett defense applies. Anything is possible. Uh, EJ. I was so let down last week's loss to Carolina, man. Seriously, man. But they'll bounce back here. Give me Houston. Yeah, I have no reason to stray from my seven-win prediction for C.J. Stroud and company. I have the Texans. Uh, no, no, man. And, and, and quick sidebar. Tampa's done. Unless they're making a, a, a an urgent phone call to Tommy. They're not. They're not making the playoffs. I'm pretty sure Tom still plays. Still Careful, EJ. Don't get all excited. I've heard he might look at playing in that uh, the Olympic flag football, though. So, EJ, you might have a chance to see your sweetie pie see play. My, can you see my, my screen moving up a little? <laughs> <laughs> Just stop. Um, let's see. I'm not subjecting America to the Colts and the Panthers. That would just be rough. Even with Gardner Minshew, I'm pretty sure I have the Colts in Carolina. That's fine. Here's a real toilet bowl for you. We'll start with our favorite cowboy, EJ Christian, to pick the Giants heading over to Vegas to battle the Raiders. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next person. I don't give a fuck about this game. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Give me the Raiders. Uh-oh. Well, this will be interesting informing the cap. Former show two weeks in a row because EJ can't watch his damn mouth. Matt. 
Um, I will take the Giants. I said they'd get their third win in November when we did the preseason show, and this was the third win they were going to get. So why break tradition here? They'll get one more. EJ will get excited. Danny Dimes returns, gets an extension on top of the extension. I hate you so much, Matthew. <laughs> and listen, breathing life into that back-to-back -back coach of the year for Day Bull campaign. I can see it, Jim. Uh, look, nothing is going to help a team bounce back by having a rookie quarterback, new head coach, new GM, new offensive coordinator, then playing the New York Giants. Give me the Raiders! You do see the coaches, though, for the, Ra for the Raiders, though, right? Yeah, it's going to be one of your own going to beat the crap out of you and Paris even <laughs> Antonio more. Paris. Listen, I mean, how can you be that much worse than Josh McDaniels? I don't think so. Nonetheless... <laughs> Uh, just to give uh, EJ some alleged credit, because he claims to be a Giants fan, I'll throw him a bone and say Allegedly. the Giants. Final one for Monday night. The Los Angeles Chargers with EJ's favorite coach head to East Rutherford to <laughs> battle the Jets. Jim, lead us off. Let's keep that playoff train rolling, baby. Let's go, Jets. <laughs> I need a clip of that. Uh, <laughs> EJ, who you got? This is a frisky game of the weekend, though. Jets are Jets are four and three. Jets are four and three. Chargers, baby. Chargers need this game to stay in the wild card race. This is this is a must win. This is actually a must win. You have to admit this actually might be. This actually might be. Yeah, real quick. I'm going to put a health advisory. Do not do a drinking game on how many times EJ used the term "must win." You will be dead. No, true. But no, but no. But seriously. You, they're not winning the division, so there's, there's no path there. Obviously, you gotta get into the wild card and three and four. Yeah, the, you, you gotta get this game. You gotta get it, or it's over. And Staley's fired probably at the end of the year. So, give me, but that being said, um, give me Jets. Screw it, Manny Matt. Who you got? I uh, like LA coming off the the big win against the the Frisky Bears to take down the the Jets. Matt, I, I admire your confidence, but you're going to be the cool kid on your own here. I, too, have the Jets. I just don't have that much confidence in, in Staley. I, I'll grant Kellen Moore, who this time last year, uh, Big Jim wanted fired into the sun, has scored more points for the Chargers than they had last year. Nonetheless, the defensive head coach has this defense scratching their head, and Zach Wilson, while not good and worthy of his pick, has played serviceable ball to keep him in the game. Um, I'm going to go with the Jets here. I mean, definitely, if we were going degenerate style, they'd be getting points, and I would definitely feel better about it. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think the Chargers are in their heads. I think they're spiraling. I think the Chargers are going to charge her. And much to the chagrin of my good friend Booga Peters, um, they might even get knocked out of the playoff race potentially here. That would be that would be sad oh, for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. must win. Yeah. So, anyways, gentlemen, that'll do it for the picks. We went through our degenerate block first here. I hope you guys like that, that we managed to ingrain that. Well done, Jim. Thank you for your coordination on that. But as uh, as my good friend does at the end of Huddle Up, I'm not going to deprive you, deprive you of that. All of you need to give me one thing that you think is going to happen this week so we can lock it up. Are we doing EJ's rankings? I don't have any graphics, so I... Hold on. Know. Let me see if I can get... I, I have them ready. Uh, let's see. If you want to keep music in the meantime? <laughs> let's hold on let me let's see if i can get the rankings up first i, I um, didn't know you did it mej that's my mistake buddy yeah it's okay no, oh, wait, wait, oh, 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 oh oh i hear i hear i see an ad oh my god okay i didn't look at the yeah,
crazy. What just happened? I think I hurt myself. Okay. So here we are. The segment that got merged before I did by being bad at its job, Tool yeah. is upon us, EJ Christian. But I've been good this year, Kyle. Um, you have been actually uh, relatively strong, no question. Uh, your bottom five, please, sir. Bottom five. Here we go. 28, the Patriots. 29, the Cardinals. 30, the Bears. 31, the Panthers. 32, the Bulldogs. 33, the Giants. Now, if I may quickly, before I open fire and draw and quarter you, you did this before you heard the news about one Josh McDaniels getting fired, I yeah. assume. Yeah, I did. Okay. Still asinine they're not on the bottom. No, 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 but, but to be fair to the Raiders, too, they, they've played, <laughs> like, even on Monday night, that was a close, closer game than that's communicated. What, what are we doing? No, no, it really was. What are we doing? The defense has played, played the, the better than four, these, all five of these teams, then. Anyways, okay. But um, that being said, yeah, this, I mean, come on now. It, 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 yeah, they're not worse than the Patriots. You're still bad at your job. You're still getting that wrong just like you did last week. Anybody else with the bottom five, please? Um, Yeah, Raiders should probably be in there. Um. Giants are too high. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, 32 Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs, 33 Giants. Um, I oh, I see what you did there. Yes. I missed it the first go. I, right. I didn't get the joke. I didn't get the joke. But the, That's the joke. Um, Technically, you go 30, 32 Bulldogs, 33 Michigan Wolverines, 34 Giants. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess you can pull the Broncos out of there. I still think they stink. I, I don't think... I don't think the Chiefs losing was as much the Broncos won as it was the Chiefs losing. But he, I'm not he's gonna... rewarding them for the week. I can see that. that. That's fair. They'll find their way back in here soon enough. <laughs> the Giants are uh, Matt, anything to add on the bottom five? No, I actually agree with that. Um, I would probably have the Panthers below the Giants. Really? On the side. Um, oh, the Panthers have been even even though, even though they beat the Texans this week, they don't get the one week reward, Matt. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now and the Giants had what negative nine passing yards, correct? So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Keep it down there. He's with it. Forty million dollars. All, right. All right, top so, ten. Here we top ten. Fire away, Pond. All right, top ten. Here we go. Number ten, the Seahawks. Number nine, the Cowboys. Eight, the Niners. Seven, Bengals. Six, Lions. Five, Dolphins. Four, Jaguars. Three, Ravens. Two, Chiefs. And we got a new number one this week. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, EJ Christian, what was the big problem you had last week? Jaguars too low. No. Dolphins too high. Dolphins too And they're still too high! Oh, God, what are you doing? I, can, can, I just, can I just say, when he sent me these earlier, I had to read them like three times to understand 49ers at eight. Yeah. Like, this guy has like committed part of his life to over-ranking the 49ers. And... and <laughs> And now I think he has them too low. So not not to mention you've spent the entire show talking about the Niners and the Bengals in tier one, <laughs> and they're seven so and eight. The only here, 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 here here's the here's the issue though. Like, the Niners are tier one <laughs> as long as Trent Williams returns to this team before the playoffs. Oh, if he it, finally listened. If Trent Williams, if Trent Williams is not available by January. This team is screwed. By the way, EJ Christian, how many weeks ago did I say that would be an issue? You mean years? I said weeks ago. Okay, weeks. Okay, cool. Couple years. Couple weeks now. No, that would be three. That would be a few weeks. Jackass. Okay. (laughs) On your show, I might add. You did say that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. So I I am. I'm. I'm technically penalized the Niners in the now at eight. But if you ask me, are they a Super Contender still? 
that doesn't change. Well, and and let me go this way because they have an upcoming buy just like the Jags do, mm-hmm. right? If going like after next week, going yeah. into playing the Jaguars, yes. If Trent Williams is listed as practicing and return to health, do they go up the list? Do, do they win the game? Obviously, they I mean, have they, a bye week. No, no. no. I, well, what I say they if Williams win. gets healthier. They hire next week because of it. Well, since he loses, the, since he loses the Buffalo, I mean, that's that's going to definitely help their their case. You know, so there's a lot of things happening here hey, this week. Stop sitting on the fence. It's very, it's very possible. Yes, it's very possible it can happen. Yes, absolutely very possible. Sitting answer, but at least you committed right. to something. Anyways, committed ish. Um, um, no one else has a problem with the Dolphins at five. Oh, I, yeah, I have the Dolphins. I, I have the Dolphins at eight. Okay. So the Dolphins at five is, is too high for sure. Jags, oh, Jags yeah. are, where they, are the Jags where it should be for? I think um, bit too high, but I know. I have, I know why you're rewarding them because, you know, since I write for the Jaguar report of Sports Illustrated, bing, as well as the three-point conversion, um, and, and I focus on the Jaguars, they are having the the second highest franchise start in wins ever, like franchise start. Like, that's a thing. Like, this is franchise history they're making. Mark Brunel was the only other quarterback to do this or more in wins or losses for this team, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I get that you're seeing and rewarding that. I wouldn't be prepared to put them at four until they come back from the bye and beat the San Francisco 49ers in question, which, by the way, if they lose that game and the Niners are 10, I get it. Um, but, yeah, your your refusal to respect the Lions just makes me want to throw things. Yeah, I think, you're, I think your top three is, is spot on right now. Um, in any order, I don't care. But the Eagles yeah, I mean, me. again, I, I, taking the Chiefs out of the one spot after losing to the Broncos, absolutely. I'd put uh, them at three for punishment, personally. It's per, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with the way the Ravens have played the last couple weeks. I would have no problem with them at two. I have the Lions at my four. Um, mm. I, I think yeah. that kind of one week, forget to get all, on and off the plane in Baltimore situation aside, this team is playing really good football. Um, um, I have... I have the Niners at five, Jags at six. I think you could probably interchange those. Um, and and again, the Niners are where they are because of injuries, particularly to Trent Williams. Kyle, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I I mean, oh, I might as well hit the button. Homer. Uh, I have the Cowboys at my seven um, above the Dolphins. I I look at those two. If if they played today, I think I'm going to give the edge to the Cowboys. Um, it's going to be a shootout, whatever the over-under is. Bet the freaking over on that one for sure. Uh, if those two teams would play. Um, and I have I have Seahawks 9 and, and Bengals 10. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not quite as high on the Bengals as you are yet. Uh, they will get there. But, um, yeah, Dolphins too high. Jaguars a little too high. Niners, I think, a little too low, which you would have given me a, a bet before this season if I would have had to pick those words for – uh, calling your your top ten, I wouldn't have predicted that. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, you're good with the Eagles at one. Obviously, anything else you see? Um, I've probably flipped the Ravens and Chiefs. Um, I definitely have the Lions above the Jags and Dolphins. Um, if you have the Bengals at tier one, they should also be above the Dolphins. I understand why you don't have them there, but um, I wouldn't be opposed if you did. I probably have Jim's Cowboys and your Cowboys, sorry, EJ, a little higher than you do as well. Um, just coming into this week, I think that'll tell us where the team fly. I can't commit to the Cowboys being too much higher. Maybe maybe they should be a little a, higher. 
I, eight or seven. Sure. Okay. I can't put them at seven, but now we're nitpicking. So <clears throat> I, I don't dislike nine. I just I would put them in eight. That's about it. Um, the beauty of this list, though, it's fluid. So. Will you stop that? You're you're just wrong. That doesn't help you. Okay. Um, yeah. You you have stand there and you're wrong. This and be wrong and get used to it. Well done, Jim. Um, you haven't even whispered the word tier one surrounding the dolphins in their five. That doesn't make a lick of damn sense at all. We uh, I, I when I say yesterday, I had five teams at tier one. Five teams at tier one. Right, you know. and none of them were the dolphins. So what? Eagles, Chiefs, Niners, Ravens, Bengals. There you go. Two um, of those. You, you win a toaster. And two of those are in the bottom four of the top ten. Yeah. yeah. As, as we've touched on, Jim. The freeze I, frame, I, of, the free frame oh, of this week. But... <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. I told you to get that. What a great, what a great buy. More of a freeze oh. frame of this week, though. But, yeah, I get you saying. That being said, I think you're spot on with the Bengals. Um, they're, they're climbing their way into Tier 1 relevance. You call them Tier 1 even though they're in the bottom four or whatever, and that's cool. Um. But that match is what I've portrayed. They're climbing into tier one relevance. Uh, the Ravens being at three, I feel like they're kind of doing that same climbing into tier one relevance. They're taking advantage of the 49ers being down. Your disrespect for the Lions is is really, I think, the biggest crime this week outside of your just insane devotion to filleting the Dolphins. I just don't get it. Um, like, did you see one too many Oscar like nominated movies or, like about having relations with aquatic life or what? I, I no, don't know. Asians are a pet detective. Oh, yes, of course. Dan Marino. Yes. I mean, right. are you just homering it because of where you live? Homer. Like, is that? No, not really. But, Homer. Uh, Homer. Know. Well, well your opportunity. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say. Dead. He's got to over. over I'll say, right. Right. I'll say this much. If they lose this week to the Chiefs, they're going to get knocked on a, a ton. That doesn't make any sense. Why? <laughs> Why? If they lose to the number two they team on your list, team, they're going to get knocked down a ton because <laughs> it, it, that's three games now against oh, against teams over five hundred that they've lost to. What if that's the game's close, DJ Christian? We'll assess that. We'll assess that one. We'll see what the Bengals do. You said if they lose, they, they're going to drop down a ton. Okay, yeah, so the spread's two and a half. What if what if they lose thirty-one uh, thirty? Then we'll assess that based on the Bengals and the Cowboys situation this week. God, like I'll probably. Hey, so, okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. You pick the Bengals to win, right? The Bengals and win. you pick the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. All right, Correct. so let's say those two things play out: the Bengals beat the Bills, Cowboys beat the Eagles, Dolphins lose by one to the Chiefs. Dolphins, Dolphins will go to nine at least. <laughs> so Bengals will move up. That was a really good Niners. One. Niners went up by default because we'll, we'll, we'll hear Trump Williams news this week, and then there we go. Boom. You've 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 already done enough damage to yourself. Nine. There we go. Um. By the way, Jim, that was a great line of questioning. Maybe you should host a podcast sometime. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'll think about it. Um. With that in mind, very yeah, yeah. entertaining segment. Not necessarily for its correctness, but nonetheless, here we are. Uh, EJ Christian. By the way, you have crowned your new worst bracket so far. On the season, I hope you're happy. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was not your that was not your best work, my good friend. Um, thank, thank you for thank thank Jim by the way for for completely crushing it at the end to kind of put me over the edge to have to say that. Um, woo. Anyways, um, I don't really have 
any you know departure music like Jim does because he's smooth. Well, we gotta do our uh, locks, you right? Lock it up. You better lock oh, it up. Shit. You lock it up. It's time to lock it up, pumpy pumpies. Let's do the thing. Usual host and CEO of Huddle of Podcast, Big Jim Neese, lead it off. Um, I said they were gonna cover on Saturday afternoon, but you know what? I need some music here. Missouri does the job. Let chaos ensue. Missouri beats the dog. Lock it up. Do you, do you know what you just did? Oh, I done did it. Okay. Um, I, I guess after all that work of tearing down EJ's bracket, you felt guilty. Matt, your lock of the week, sir. Yeah, I'm going in the opposite direction. I was going to say after this weekend, we will have a new number one in the college football playoff rankings. Ooh. I like that one. Okay. EJ Christian. Your lock. My, my lock. We're going to have multiple upsets in the top 10 this week. Multiple. Not one. Multiple. Am I balling, obviously, Texas, as I said earlier in the show? Okay. Most eyeball Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Who does Florida overlook, State lose to this week? Don't overlook that pit, pit. <laughs> no. Florida State game. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Dude, if, be- if, 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 if they lose, I'm not coming on the show next week. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Nope. By the way, another reason I did Missouri over Georgia is because I'm tired of these false accusations that I don't make any bold claims on any of these podcasts. Well, you, you've been better this year. I'm proud of you. I'm just saying. You're still I mean, fencing, but that's what you normally do. Jim, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think Oklahoma State um, will be Oklahoma this weekend. Um, I guess that's an upset. Well, number nine in the country. It, so it is. Technically, technically speaking, is it is. Oklahoma State is not good this year. Um, with no disrespect to my good friend Jordan Johnson, former UCF center, who's on their coaching staff. But uh, Come after me! No, that's not Jordan Johnson. Um, anyways, shouts to JJ if he happens to be listening. Um, my lock, I am going to I am going to make my lock, as I've said earlier, uh, to kind of double down on one of my earlier picks. I have Joey Burr as my lock of the week uh, to pay tribute to Mikey Byrne, who could not appear tonight because he was working. Um, uh, and you know, he wasn't in the comments and all that happy stuff. So yeah, with that in mind, uh, that's where I leave it. Uh, a quick comment in hope from Devin, who says that hopefully the dolphins can find their defense in Germany. And that's his lock of the week. That's he not was- a lock, Devin. You said, no. hopefully they can do something. <laughs> I believe he's trying to, albeit illiterately to your point, Matt. Uh, lock up his dolphins. I'm just kidding. It's like trying to do it. the the combination lock, but you forget the third number. You just start yanking <laughs> on the goddamn thing. Just here, I was just hoping for Open. a homer. That's funny. No, I was just hoping for a homer. Homer. No. Um. Homer. Yeah. We um. Homer. Marge. Nice. Um. Listen. So, with all that in mind, in honor, joy, and privilege, gentlemen, tell the people where you can be found, starting with. The AJ Hawk of the Huddle Up Podcast, Matt Muleheisen. Yeah, you can hear me some Tuesdays on a Huddle Up Podcast. Um, probably more frequently now, especially as I get to watch EJ be distraught about the heat in the background. Shut up. Um, <laughs> you can hear me on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Three Seed Team Podcast, talking all things wrestling, pop culture, and, and food, usually on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Is Threads still a thing? It is still there. Okay, yeah. Well, right. it's at teaching to the choir it's across a, all platforms. Slight thing. 
Oh, and once or twice a year on the Earnestly Speaking podcast. He hasn't invited me on in a while. But, um, it's coming soon. Oh, I mean, the Sixer season soon over, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Once, once, I got to see, I got to see Lou Streets. I guess I could jump in there and talk shit, but, you know. Right. And, and twice a year on the pitch. Speaking of once or twice a year, check out the pitch also on the family <laughs> podcast. Is that coming back? Is that coming back? Yeah. <sighs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask you to try to be as reliable as EJ cursing and ruining the show, but that's nothing is that reliable. No. Um, no. Anyway, the atomic clock isn't that reliable. Wow. Um. Speaking of, of atomic explosions, EJ Christian, <laughs> tell the people you can follow me on Twitter at EJ Christian Seven or speak a podcast. Next week on the Stinger Report on on the podcast. We do what midterms? Midterms. Yes, ones. it is time. Can't wait for that. Played. Can't wait for that one. That's listen. That's fun every year. Listen, yeah. Inside, I have fun with that, and it, it, it does tend to win, run longer. EJ is usually wise enough to split it to two episodes, but I can no, guarantee- no, it's going to be a long one. We'll keep it to one. That's okay. what she said. Um, with that in yeah. mind, she said. Hopefully, my performance can maintain nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, yeah, the CEO himself of Hubble Podcast, Big Jim, tell the world. Yeah, you can get me at Big Jim Sports. Uh, hit the link tree in mine. That'll get you to Huddle Up Podcast, uh, Three Count Thursday, Three CT, um, and the discussion with the Nobody, which I've also been slacking on. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully get yep. something on there. Shut up. Um, here in in a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, now Three CT and Huddle Up both are on Twitch um, because mm-hmm. you can't live comment from Twitter anymore. So screw Elon Musk. Um, so you can get us uh, live shows, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube there. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Let's get our numbers up on that. Um, but yeah, at uh, Huddle Up Podcast, at 3C, at 3 Count Thursday. Um, but uh, all of it can be linked directly from uh, at Big Jim Sports. Apparently, eloquently put, yeah, I, this show as well is up on Twitch. And every now and again, you know, I, I get, I get listen, as, as a dude in his 40s, getting, getting comments from Twitch just gets my attention. I'm like, hey, that's an anomaly. Hey, you know. that's a thing. Yeah, so there you go. Um, listen, an honor, joy, and privilege to all three of you guys, the jabronis, as I affectionately know you, of the Huddle Up Podcast panel. A good time all the way around. Thanks, of course, to Devin and Drew Willinghand for jumping into the chat and weighing in as well. Um, an honor, joy, and privilege to have you guys aboard as well. Of course, I am Kyle Nash, a student of the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram and threads because it's slightly a thing. As well, the SOTG. Find me on Facebook as the student of the game. Check out my writings with the Jaguar Report of Sports Illustrated, as well as the three-point conversion and my work with A7BN Sports covering the Orlando Magic as well. Look for all that stuff going on there. I'm going to be out with the Lakers and stuff on Saturday. Hopefully they can pull a win because they did not <laughs> against the Clippers. That's okay. Um yeah. Of course, check out my work with the Black and Gold Banneret as UCF does battle this weekend with Cincinnati, hoping to get their first Big 12 win as well. Don't worry, I know the Magic game's on Saturday as well. I plan on writing the UCF game. Maybe I'll be able to speak, speak into Night Shift after the game as well. Of course, you're here on the Student of the Game podcast. The Duval Dive will drop Friday morning. I believe we're recording that tomorrow with Travis Holmes of Big Cat Country. We're also going to simulcast that on the Pro Sports Fans app. Look for that on the Jaguars chat. Um, Big Jim's been chicken there. I saw you follow the Lions chat. That was interesting, Big Jim. My Lions, man. 
Frisky. My Lions. Let's go. Okay. Frisky. They wear silver and blue. Frisky like anymore, EJ. Get it right. That's right. Risky. Sorry. That's you're just both. I I don't stop trying to make you fetch a thing. <laughs> that was his thing. He did that, not me. That, that doesn't change the answer. Anyways, um, <laughs> of course, and as I mentioned, Black and Cold Benaret, I mentioned the Duval dive. Um, oh, also, look out for the rebroadcast of the Duval dive on the Three Point Conversion iHeartRadio channel. Boom. How about that? Um, with all that in mind, an honor, joy, and privilege. But until next time, my friends. Oh, I almost forgot. Thursday night. That would be tomorrow night. I know. Try to hide your ears. I'm bringing in Drew Willingham of Sertoba Media to talk baseball and other things. But I'm bringing in him on so he can talk baseball. <laughs> no, and I don't have to. That's the goal. See, I'm, 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 I'm outsourcing Jim. That's what it is. Anyways, an honor, joy, and privilege, my friends. But until next time, everybody, class dismissed. Wait, let me get that volume. There we go.